0: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, Brisbane Broncos players appear on video taking a mystery substance into their throats and gagging.
1: Breaking Anthony Mundine to resume his role as the only Indigenous player in the NRL in 2018.
0: Ben Hunt to save thousands in Valium costs after hearing that Golden Point may be removed for the final series.
1: And we preview all the action for Round 8 of the 2016 NRL season. All that and more This Week in League.
0: Welcome to episode 218 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Once again, welcome to all our new listeners. Thanks for stopping by. And I want to give a special shout out to the new listeners who've known me on Twitter for years and years and years and only just realized that this show exists. You know who you are. Big congrats also go out to listener at MannyMcP twenty five. Uh, on the arrival of his new child the other day, I think it was yes, yesterday, the day before, and uh, also a big congrats to the very long time listener, very loyal uh, member of Tool Nation, at uh, Hammers H4M M E R Z. He got married on the weekend, so congratulations oh. to you, both of you, and uh, and also we're gonna throw some throw some follows to a new listener as we always do. Um, his Twitter handle is at kick underscore it underscore two underscore hunt. It's a great it's a great Twitter name. I... I I can't for one second imagine that the the, the, the Sans underscore version wasn't available. <laughs> it's cumbersome to say.
1: Is an underscore like a Gen Y status symbol or something?
0: I, I mean, it, it obviously spaces it out for readability. But when you're trying to like reel that fucker off and say it, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cumbersome. But but throwing some anyway because he does he's uh his account he's only been up and running for like what, not even a month probably. And um he started interacting with the show, so get around him and uh, throwing some follows, as I know you guys do. Say good day, and I think he's got a
1: profile picture of Jamie Saured. Yeah. Nice. So must be, so, must it's be
0: Jamie a- South pulling one of those fucking those pussy bum lip faces that he has though. So I don't know if he's like if if it's he, he's a Penrith supporter idolizing uh. Soward, or if it's a you know, it's like a picture of you know, look how fucking yeah, Jimmy it is. Sour it's Sour th- looks.
1: it's Jamie Soward, some farted face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a- and he's being a smartass with an X Factor. Oh, fuck off. Don't follow him. <laughs> Let him fucking do. <laughs> well, you send me the t- <laughs> into Twitter obscurity with you. Kick it to hunt. <laughs>
0: fucking X Factor. Kick it to cunt. Yeah, <laughs> X Factor. You gotta love the X Factor though. Um, <laughs> Mailbag at Devonhead, uh, whenever i wear my this week in league jersey out in public i always get looks of confusion and admiration so uh, that's a, that's a weird combination perhaps the confusion is uh is more about yourself and the admiration is about the jersey or vice versa or <laughs> it's hard mi- it's a hard mix though you know
1: you've put it on inside out yeah and people think you're a special needs individual and they're just proud that you got dressed that way
0: yeah, well, you know that is, yeah, you know, you haven't done it perfectly, but at the end of the day, your, uh, your, you, your cock and balls are, are inside clogging.
1: <laughs> <right?
0: laughs> you, you haven't like popped a nut out the side of anything. So.
1: It's a big boy. You put a shirt on by yourself, didn't you?
0: <laughs> at Ben Hitcho forty three, he tweeted Glenn Lazarus directly today. He uh, said, um, forgot all about mate against mate, did you, state trader?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And uh, yeah, he, he clearly did, and we'll have more of
1: that later. I actually replied to that and said that Glenn Lazarus is now the Clive Palmer of rugby league.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair.
1: Just both based on being worthless fucking individuals, not, yeah. not anything, yeah. Uh...
0: But Clive Palmer throws some fucking nice little paid shindigs at and at, at, uh, at for members of his political party. Don't Jay?
1: Don't I was a paid member of the Palmer United Party. <laughs>
0: you thought I forgot that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were it to me and I was like, yeah, that's a fucking good deal. It was like, fantastic. $15 it was to join fif- the party.
1: and $15 to join the party.
0: Go up and get all the little you know, boozy spread up at Coolum at the and higher the, agency, or whatever, you,
1: whatever it's called now. The best thing was, right? You can just click join yep. and you didn't have to pay on the spot they sent you okay. an invoice yep. and I forgot all about it didn't get around to it didn't give them my 15 bucks Yeah. and then three weeks later I got an email from them saying good news because of our uh, overwhelming support we're having a celebrational promotion and you don't have to pay your 15 bucks <laughs> 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 and they had um, catered party launch dinners Election campaign launch yeah. functions and election night functions yeah. um, for both federal and state. Yeah, so for paying fucking nothing, you got like yeah, like good half a dozen piss ups. I'm terribly sorry to all the employees of Queensland Nickel.
0: <laughs> you, you, you ate, you ate, and you ate, drank, and threw up their one, one, of their, one of their salaries. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> Where we are, Sam Vishore 13. So that's, I'll spell it out for you guys. Uh S-A-M-V-R-S C H O O R 13. May or may not be the person I referred to at the top of the show. Can't believe I've only just found this week in league, my life doesn't get any fucking better now. <laughs> Hashtag feed up headphones on. Hash can't hear the misses. You're settling in just fine. Phenomenal. <laughs> Paul Mac underscore 78. I reckon Josh Masood must listen to your pod, guys. He used my gag about Chapo at schoolies on offsiders on Sunday. So that leads me to the question, did he just like leave Chapo in there or did he insert some <laughs> other virgin's name? Like, <laughs> just
1: blank looks on everyone <laughs> else's
0: face. Well, Chapo is just like, he's, he's, he's just like the, the universal synonym for fucking for virgin or something in Australia. So everyone just knows, oh yeah, Chapo, I know him?
1: He's that it, guy that it doesn't is have possible. sex with females at it, all. It is possible he just didn't get the joke yep. and thought it was about a Mexican drug cartel leader.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's true he's kind of usurped our chapo, yeah. as far as you know, bringing uh, glory to the chapo name.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean chapo. I mean he can't even break into a, f- a female's <laughs> vagina, let alone break out of a Mexican maximum security Mexican prison.
1: <laughs> he'd be the he'd be the worst security guard in the world. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you obviously have no orifers down there to stick any drugs in, so I won't bother looking.
0: <laughs> uh Sam, the warden. Can uh, the NRL hurry the fuck up and rub out the L's for this year so the Gronk fans can move on from denial to anger? Fuck. Sam is very, um, he's, he's, he's very passionate about this Eel situation. The <laughs> uh, Tigers fan, and he's just like, yeah, you know, the Tigers, we're suffering because we're biting by the cap and these cunts are going to go, you know. And, well, you know, speaking of Masood, previous tweet, he tweeted out earlier tonight, I'm not really going to cover it as a story because I want to wait until it's confirmed, you know. But he's, he's saying that they're going to get like eight points. Which is just ridiculous. I mean, that drops them down to last place, and as of now, a snapshot of this week. But the eight, f- four games. That's it's yeah. not. It's not easy, but it's pretty probable. You know, you could you could overcome that and still make it into the eight. Yep. So that's. So if that's going to be the if that's the new line in, going in, forward in the sp-
1: cap. in the spirit of of reading too much into things, um, I saw a, a release by one of the directors or one of the members of the board the other day, yep. and the the quote was. With the field, we with the team we have on the field at the moment, yep. we are squeaky clean. So if you read into that sentence, yep. on the field at the moment, yep. it's obviously going to come down to things like them going, well, what we, don't what more, we don't have Watmore, we don't have this, we don't have that. Yep. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what comes out of this yes very much so
0: I mean, it's also because you know players lead to players as well like you know yeah. like if what one's not there foreign, foreign's not there and yep. and you know, th- you know players get attracted to other players yep. and all that sort of stuff so yeah um, special k online time to google this harlem shake poop everyone keeps talking about follow off a couple of minutes later oh wow well my <laughs> saturday night can only go down from here yeah <laughs> And you might have seen me tweet the other day as well. I Got an email from from uh, Ben, I believe. I believe, and uh, he's not on Twitter or anything like that. But he emailed. He emailed. He he, he sent a couple of emails. Like, yeah, you know, love the show, and like, you know, with uh, about the various discussion points that we we're talking about that week. But this one was just like Harlem Shake poop. It's just like what? it was like this shell shocked email. Like, why? <laughs> I'm glad to see it, glad to see it coming back because that must have been a couple of years ago right so it's
1: even better to watch now that the song's not so annoying because you've yeah. seen it a million times on another hundred horrible because well,
0: yeah videos. back then it was like a situation where there were so many like parodies and things like that that were, that were coming out it was like a flood over a period of months. that
1: was at the beginning yep. of everyone discovering that they wanted to post their own videos online There were always yep. your dedicated YouTubers and, yep. and people like that yep. but with Harlem Shake every fucking idiot with an iPhone went on to become a director
0: yeah yeah which you know, like you know, that's that's fine in itself, though. Like you know, that's I I do like the democratization of you know, the media and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, it makes for some shitty videos sometimes.
1: But you, you get you get Harlem Shake poop, which is in the vicinity of one man, one jar. Yeah, that is definitely in the vicinity, and I do not advise anybody goes and googles one man, one jar. Don't do that. Do not do it. That is my official standpoint on it. Yeah cuz you definitely don't want to google things like blue waffle
0: either if I mean if you hear about it just don't don't do it it uh, makes blue waffle look like a my feel, little pony yeah, video don't don't feel like don't feel like you have to google these things that we speak about guys no. I mean we just put we just putting it out there we're just discussing it yeah don't ever feel like we're telling you to do
1: anything yep that, that you might not In fact, want to do. <laughs> be certain I'm advising you to not do it
0: yeah don't ever google that's one
1: man one jar is that thing you should never google
0: don't ever google that no don't just don't do it um eighty five. A massive fuck you both for introducing us to the Harlem Shake poop. Never heard of it until you guys <laughs> brought it up finally. Jim <laughs> uh, Man Bear Pig. Hey Twill Nation, if Ben Roberts and Pomeroy were attacking down Corabetti and Ashford's wing, what would happen? <laughs> He's on hashtag Paradox.
1: It would be the same thing they were worried about when they turned on the large Hadron Collider at CERN.
0: Yeah, some sort of so so you're saying some sort of like yeah, black hole or vortex would open up and, and eventually like swallow the
1: entire planet yeah, in on itself? And, what happens, you know, yeah. if matter hits antimatter. Yeah. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> talent, it's anti-talent.
0: <laughs> yeah, because there's no talent. Or two anti-talent <laughs> combining and, 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 and starting this, you know, com- this uh, irreversible chain reaction that results in uh, the entire Scott universe. Minto becoming the ruler of the
1: world. I was going to say, the entire universe collapses on itself and there's just this white that with Scott Minto floating through it.
0: Because like a, constella- <laughs> a constellation in the shape of Scott Minto scoring a try, which is, you know, the, the rarest of constellations. Um, Queenslander 22. Another saying stolen from you guys, Paul Kent... Using the phrase Bergeye on NRL 360. And that's one that I'm, I'm, I am prepared to fucking claim.
1: Paul Very Kent much, thieves so. his entire career.
0: Yeah. I remember, he's, he's, he's an, he's an alright guy in, in real life. I remember there was, um, not the last UFC in Brisbane, but the one before he was covering it. I think it was you know when Buzz Rothfield was on his big, I mean he still is anti-UFC, but he was on his big fucking crusade at the time. And Paul Kent came up. He was the, you know, one of the invited media from, you know, and I'd never seen him since at a UFC. But he was at this one and, you know, getting to feel like he you has know, this big swinging dick, you know, oh, I'm in the media section and everything. I'm like, yeah, whatever, can't. Been, done, been there, done that six times. But I was walking back to the media section to, you know, take a slash or, you know, pick up some food or something because they had, like, all catered back there. And he's Paul Kent walking along. So he ends up side by side by the trough, taking a piss. <laughs> and I was like, uh, so Paul is... Why well, you fucking hate me so much, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking, I was laid it straight on him. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, bad, bad, bad. Yeah. And I flushed his head down the toilet. Cunt. Special K online. On Nate's tombstone, it will read: "I don't fact check or fight downwards." Probably not. Not enough cunts in it. Hmm. Hoop dog, eighty-seven. Jay chuckling over docking. Is my, oddly my favourite bit of this week's league this week. <laughs> It was that. It was that kind of chuckling of like you know, like a, like a an, like an old dude remembering the good times, <laughs> remember remembering back to when it all worked downstairs, <laughs> and all the, all the things you could do and did. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a. It was like it like Alec Guinness when you're like. Yeah, you know, when Luke comes up. Goes, oh, I'm looking for. I'm looking for his Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, yeah. yeah. And I thought, you know, is it relationship? Oh, oh Obi Wan Kenobi. That's a name I thought for a long time. <laughs> Are you docking? Oh, that's a sensation I've not felt for a long time. Tater underscore chips. At least Jay tried to be gentle and fairy the eels. Stepdad is my new fave. Hashtag Nate who. Hashtag I have no dad. I'm still railing your mum. There are some, And there's some other people like, you know, oh, you, you know, oh, you can't, you know, that means, you know, someone's got to be the mum. And I say, what uh, an old-fashioned homophobic attitude that yeah. is.
1: Why, Why ca- can't a same-sex people-
0: couple... Why can't there be two dads yeah. in a family? Exactly. You hateful fucking bigots.
1: Our offspring would end up playing for the Roosters. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> two dads. Two <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Fucking hell. It's late. It's yeah. very late.
0: It is kind of late, and also because we kind of, didn't embargo the two dads name, but we kind of like abandoned it a little bit, you know, when he was going through the DV thing because, you know, p- people don't get to have nicknames. They don't get to have mascot nicknames when they're, no. you know, under the Of course, that, his privileges have been fully restored though. Yeah. Two dads it is. Um, where are we? Tater chips again. She said, all that eels talk, yet the strawberry Oreo hate offended me more. I don't know if we hated on them so much. I think I, I, just, I, said I just said you could sensational. improve. Yeah, I thought we could improve on them if you dipped them in chocolate. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, fair point. Like, you know, if, you, if you're against that, I mean, fuck. You're just looking for reasons to fucking arc up. Like a <laughs> typical L's fan. <laughs> At Morso, M-A-W-S-O. When did This weekend League descend into a Martha Stewart show? Strawberry Oreos and ginger nut references? Question mark, question mark. Hashtag arrowroot biscuit with butter. Fucking, that's kicking it old school. Yeah. That's a recipe passed down from your nan, mate. (laughs) Hit the music. This week in (laughs) (laughs) X-Factors. At Caleb Shanks, love the X-Factor theme tune. It seems Jay's disdain for X-Factor has become his (laughs) X-Factor. Beerboy182. Kenny Edwards hating the word X-Factor too. Now, in that interview, he said, like... Look, I hate—I hate to say X Factor, but blah blah X Factor. That's not actually hating the use of the word X Factor. That's just him trying to um, apologise in advance for being a, a walking cliche no, that, rugby league exactly, player. Exactly.
1: That, that was him apologising for for sloppy glamour and and murdering uh, the English language. Then we had Cruzy and Saguna
0: and maybe some others as well. It seemed like there was a good, a good, you know, three or four people tweeted through. Um, there was a quote uh, from an NRL tweet uh, about Greg Inglis and it was a quote from Corey Parker yeah read this quote this quote is sensational Uh, it's so so rugby league though quote he doesn't seem to have that X factor that we've all known Greg to do yeah sign Corey Parker
1: yeah concussion tests aren't working no no they're
0: not not at all ma underscore Aaron I'm expecting uh, Jay to turn up and protest the uh, X Factor auditions and he had to p- attach a poster for uh, the local X Factor TV show auditions. Things like that. You should go. You know what should happen. You should go and audition.
1: Yeah. For the show. That would be. That would be fucking hilarious. And set myself on fire, like a monk protesting the Vietnam <laughs> well, you War. You just
0: get, no, you just say. You just say you. You know, because I don't. I don't know how they vet these things I had a stepsister who um, who try out for Australian Island a couple of times back in the day but I'm not sure how the X Factor
1: ones work I mean it's just like you sign up I want, to, I want to go and try out I think it's if you're prepared to stand in the queue for long enough Yeah. you get to go on Yeah. and if you're brilliant or horrible they'll put it on you're on audition. TV yeah. because they don't have to like there's no
0: like a pre-vetting of your act before you get in front yeah, of the no. actual people though, right? No, the there's
1: no pre-audition audition
0: because you could just go in there, you could say as anything. You say you're a singer, and you're going to sing this song. But you, <laughs> <laughs> but you just get up there and just start doing like a Sam Kinison rant about X-Fact, the term X-Factor, <laughs> that
1: would be amazing. No, look, I, I have large hopes that these things are the only chance for natural selection to play its part back into the human race, because let's be fucking frank, the stupid people are breeding.
0: Oh and yeah, well, idiocracy's
1: coming true. Idiocracy's coming true, and all I can hope is that during these X Factor auditions, with all of those people in the one room, the nukes start falling. One, no one person <laughs> thinks their X Factor act should be juggling four glass containers full of weaponised anthrax. Yeah, look, that sounds pretty controversial. For we'll it. get we'll get to that stage. Yeah, we will get to that stage. And start thinning out the herd.
0: Yeah, but we might get to like something more like the Running Man first,
1: and thin him out that way.
0: <laughs> not even need X Factor. I'd be okay <laughs> with the fewest know Of course, I mean, can you imagine watching it? Yeah, because like, you see they got those shows coming out now. I think Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are producing one. Really? And it's like this hunted one where you, I'm not. There must be a number of people, or I, 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 I wonder if it's a number of people or just a one. You might even be just one, one contestant, right? And you get paid in advance for. 48 hours worth you get, you get, you make say like $1,000 a day or $2,000 yeah. a day or something and maybe the, the money increments up to if you last like a month it's a million it's dollars say
1: yep
0: and so they pay you for the first 48 hours because they expect that anyone will make it 48 hours yep and it's just you're on the run and so they've got people hunting you across the country there's checkpoints that you have to meet at various stages like once a day or something like that To you have to show up yeah, to yeah. but the public get like you know Uh, You know, they get like, you know, a hundred bucks if the, you know, a tip-off that leads to your capture and things, so it's like a phone-in thing, and so you've got everyone looking, you know, everyone's, the whole country's chasing you, everyone's watching this show.
1: So here's the thing, reality TV, with one upmanship, Yeah, we will get to the running man.
0: It's going to get to the stage where, you know, they're going to have to kill that person.
1: They had the show that's like, well, okay, we've got people that are married and they don't like each other that much, Yeah, let's introduce them to somebody new. Yeah. Then another network goes, well, fuck that, we're going to have people that have never met before, and we're just going to send them out to dinner, and... They're, they're going to have a date together. Yep. Then the next net network goes, "Well, fuck that. We're, We're going to get two together, people probably. to marry each other." Yeah. The ne- the next one is just going to be two people, never met each other, going to put blindfolds on, and they just have to go into a room and fuck.
0: Yeah, definitely. Not. that's not.
1: But then not the from best. there, it's going to be a guy gets to walk into a room and there's two girls there with blindfolds and he has to decide which one he's going to kill.
0: Well, then you get to that series seven thing. That'd be right. You seen that movie, right? <laughs> no. Series seven, the contenders. Oh, no. it's like it's like a you know, running man sort of thing. It's like yeah, where there's it's like it's like you know, a bunch of people and they basically just got to kill kill each other. And it's like could be anywhere. Like you know, there could be in a shopping mall. It could be like it's wherever you see one of these <laughs> other contestants. It's take go them out. Yeah, oh, take God. them out. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like and it's so over the top and it's like accepted. Like it's not like. Like, You're not getting arrested by the cops for homicide for doing that.
1: So it was like the Running Man meets Highlander.
0: Yeah, yeah sort of, and like you know, and also like I guess like a an American uh, like suburban like battle royale sort of thing. Jesus you know, like it, it's good. It's a good movie
1: though. We'll get there.
0: Yep. Um, where are we? Eddie NZ, This week in X Factor. CC to ask an article has appeared on uh, Stuff.co.nz. About the Warriors, the uh, the paragraph was talking about um, Andrew McFadden and how he was going to looking to be dumped, and you now they've you know they sort of turned it around a little bit. He said, the calls for Andrew McFadden to be dumped as coach have never been had never been louder than after the three early season losses? But Watson and Warriors managing director Jim Doyle never publicly wavered in their public support of McFadden. Watson explained just why he admired McFadden as a person and as a coach. It really goes to the heart of coaching and that X factor that gives you confidence. He said. So, you go, Andrew McFadden, Warriors coach, has the X Factor. Oh, God.
1: Yep, there's your benchmark.
0: (laughs) Yeah, at Lynn Shields. I did not know this, Jay. Screenshot of Wikipedia. Ben Barber, full name, Benjamin Barber, nickname, X Factor.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I think to qualify as a nickname, somebody that you know has had to refer to you as that in casual conversation at least once. At least once. That yeah, could've happened. Like though. you know, okay, somebody has obviously oh. said to Andrew Johns, mm-hmm. Hey Joey, can I get you a beer? Yeah. Somebody said, Hey Freddie, yep. you're a legend of the game. Yep. Somebody said, Lockie, who the fuck are you and why are you here? But yep. no one's ever said, Oh Why
0: can't you talk probably can't
1: Yeah. Hey hey X Factor. <laughs> hey X no one said that shit. Someone needs to go and edit that Wikipedia.
0: Well this is the problem. I mean if, you know if you if you're at like an NRL club conference or whatever and someone said hey X Factor you get like one person from every club looking over. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, whoever
0: the X factor in the club is. Exactly. Like, you know,
1: four it's, coaches. And it's almost stuff.
0: not a nickname. It's almost like a like a like a honorary title. It's, it's like, like a, a queen hey, or captain or lieutenant. You know, like it's just like, hey, <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving moving on from your favourite segment of the show. Um, Briefly, for this week in Luke Dawn, the boys from Super League Potter are back, so without further ado, let's get in and hear what they've got to say about the ESL this week, and I do notice that the, uh, the Cattle and Dragons are fucking starting to put together as well, uh, justifying my uh, my long-term support of them since the start of the season. <laughs>
2: Hello Australians, Tom and Mark here again to keep you up to speed on the ups and downs of some of your favourite repatriated footballers as we bring you this latest edition of This Week in Luke Dawn.
3: Yeah, we start at St. Helens where the home side went down 12 points to 30 against the Catalan Dragons. Um, it was actually an Englishman in the Catalan shirt this week that put St. Helens to the sword. Jody Broughton grabbing four tries. Uh, Jay might have seen the rare bit of magic from Skeletor himself, a.k.a. Luke Walsh, and thought what could have been, just like Saints fans were thinking as they were kept scoreless at home in a second, second half
2: in a row. Meanwhile over at the John Smith Stadium, Huddersfield recorded only their second win of the season as Ryan Hinchcliffe and Sam Rapira helped the Giants to an 11 points to nil win over the wire, a result which is all the more impressive when you consider that prior to this round the Huddersfield defence had been leakier than a Panamanian solicitor's office.
3: Wigan Wigan won at home 26 points to 12 from Castleford. Um, A return home and a return to winning ways for the John Bateman-inspired Wigan Warriors. Cass's attack was somewhat blunted without the worldly talents of Ben Roberts and our hero himself,
2: Luke Dorn, both still on the sidelines with injury. And in the final game of the Super League programme this weekend, Leeds Rhinos registered a 20 points to 18 victory over a Hull FC side, allegedly buoyed by the inclusions of Frank Pritchard, Sika Manu and Mahe Fanua. Uh, no amount of white line fever from Steve Michaels could save FC, who ultimately lost to the boot of young Rhinos halfback Jordan Lilly.
3: Yeah, and that all means Warrington narrowly staying on top on points difference from Castellan and Wigan. Six points separate the nine teams at the top of the table and even the bottom two before round 11 had wins this week in an unpredictable season so far. Speaking of unpredictable, the Challenge Cup picked up some speed with some Super League clubs joining it in this weekend and Hull KR lost uh, 22 Points to 36 to the part-time Oldham Ruffiard side. And um, equally surprising was League One Toulouse, who beat championship front runners, Lee, by 10 points to eight.
0: Thanks boys, Facebook, um, just when you thought it was over. Josh, who's been a very long-term supporter, I I believe he actually got Twitter because of the show back in the day. Jay definitely has the X Factor, has had a cracking start to his time on the show. Oh.
1: That's
0: right, yeah, fucker. Facebook's coming on the X Factor
1: too. Thank you and fuck you.
0: Aaron Norton, Norts, Astronaut's I think it is on Twitter these days, mm-hmm. cracking the mould and taking the X Factor to new heights. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to you before we started recording, like, like, you just, I, I told you after the first episode, when you start on the X Factor, like, you, you don't know what you've done. You do not know what you've started. And it's, get, it's getting bigger and bigger to the point where there's going to have to be some sort of X Factor shit you know what I'm going to take
1: a page out of Bulldogs fans books yep and when Clemmer go up to Coffs Harbour and no when Clemmer oh the fans when Clemmer was put uh, on report for touching a referee yep Bulldogs fans compared it to a lynching they compared it to a lynching um, and I think I think it was Shunter that replied to me and said yeah because you know a, a tall white skinhead's the perfect <laughs> role for lynching but there have been groups before that have put up with slurs, yeah. and come out stronger, yeah, and not let it affect them, yeah. And that's me with X Factor.
0: Yeah, but it's not; like it's a slur.
1: It's a slur. It's a slur on the English language. It's, it's a slur it's on the intelligence of everyone who uses it.
0: Well, I mean, now they're gonna start. They're, now they're gonna start using it as a slur for you. They're gonna start just calling you X Factor, <laughs> and about to change your <laughs> Wikipedia entry. <laughs> Put your nickname as as X Factor instead of uh you know what you know that guy on the sex documentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't have a lot of general stuff to report. Uh, the membership stuff will be up on what is it today's Tuesday recording, so it'll be up Wednesday or Thursday. I've got the 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 mock ups and everything for the T shirts done. I've got the um, T shirt guys ready to go as soon as I pull the trigger. Waiting back to hear a quote on the snapbacks, but I've got a v- vague idea of what it's going to be worth based on. Um, what their, what their prices are for the quantities and things like that so that's going to match up as well actually going to match up fairly well with the shirt to be honest um, you know
1: the fucked up thing is that every yep. time I hear somebody say snapback yep. I start singing that Akon song in my head which Akon song the slap the slap that song oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. one that one's for Lynn who had a uh, a bit of a shit fight about songs getting stuck in her head during the week on Twitter
0: okay what well, she objected
1: to Friday by Rebecca Black did she Oh, somebody put that it's not far from the worst song to get stuck in your head there's better ones yeah i've oh, I, have I still it. think the final countdown's a contender
0: yeah that's a fucking great song though. like well, who cares yeah but after nine days it's not <laughs> yeah, if you can't get a song out of your head
1: there's
0: some horrible song on the radio at the moment and thankfully i can't remember it now so it's not stuck in my head at the minute but um yeah it's fucking hit me the other day and it was a full it was a full day it's uh, bad. And it's just it's on t- you know on, currently on on the radio, so which means it's probably shit house as well. Yeah, it's
1: bad. So yeah. Sorry, back to your uh, snack packs.
0: Makes me think of snack packs. How good were they on back on in the, the day? Floor.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucking a chocolate snack pack or fucking. Yeah, if it wasn't for snack do remember, packs. Do you remember the ad? Do you remember the ad with the BMX? There yeah. There? If it wasn't for snack packs. Yeah. What's the next? Oh. It, no, they, they said that that, that they
1: the said if it video, wasn't for know, snack yeah, packs, snack, a kid at staff.
0: Yeah, it was a snack pack. Kid, stop! <laughs> News. Now we've cleared that snack pack <laughs> ad reminiscing. <laughs> Boxer Anthony Mundine has announced he may return to the sport that made him famous. Mundine turns 41 next month and made a successful career in boxing, you know, by some metrics, I guess, After monetarily, I suppose, after walking away from rugby league at the age of 25 to following his father Tony Mundine's footsteps. Speaking at the New South Wales Rugby League Knockout Health Challenge, Mundine said he could still make it as a rugby league player and that his desire was still there. The quotes are, I may do it. Not next year, but the year after. i just got to get my speed up and my feet working and dazzling and going again. I believe I could score some tries and set up some tries. When quizzed about which team he would play for, Mundine was quick to reply, his former team, it's got to be the Dragons. He's currently recovering from hip resurfacing surgery, which he had done at the start of March. He's <laughs> hoping for a boxing rematch with Danny, Danny Green. He I mean, should have fucking... <laughs> a boxing match with Betty White with it. <laughs> he's service. I, mean, I, I dare say he's got, yeah. better, he's got a better role of, like, you know, you know, taking on, like, you know, some kind of reimagining of Matlock.
1: Well, I guess the, the first time somebody tackles him and busts his colostomy bag, he's yeah. going to have a clear run to the try line after that.
0: <laughs> Mate, for much of the game, really. <laughs> Just keep running that line all day. <laughs> no one else is running. <laughs> Look, yeah. at the age of... So, he'll be... Well, it's not next year. It's the year after. So, he's turning 41 next month. So, he's it's going to be 42. He's going to be playing, you know, should he play. He's going to be turning uh,
1: 43, you know, after the first 10 rounds. Let, let's look at, who, you know, some of the oldest statesmen in our games. People like Beaver. Cliffy. Um, Cliffy. Uh, even. Well, how old Terry
0: was he? Oh, I don't know. I don't think he was that old, though, was he? Luke, Luke, he wasn't like these okay, guys. Though, he was what, an
1: All-Stars... All Game he competed in as his last game. It was the first All-Stars match. Yeah. So is he mid-30s?
0: Yeah, I'd, Maybe. Say, I'd say mid-30s. Yeah.
1: And yeah. and he was a relatively fit dude, as yeah. is Mundine. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure Mundine has the actual size for it anymore, the... the that,
0: that would be something that he'd have to... Yeah, he'd have to build up and...
1: Which is much harder to do post-40. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, just get on the... On the gear. TRT. Get on the testosterone <laughs> replacement. Yeah, go down to his doctor and say that he needs it. <laughs>
1: I got low swimmers. <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: But um, look, he's proven time and time again that he is an unequivocal fuckhead, mm-hmm. and you know lives in a fantasy world. Couldn't live in
0: the NRL world where he can't open his fucking yap like that without you the, know, the risk of ten thousand dollars coming his way. So. Yeah.
1: It. The 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 great the greatest one he's had recently was when when he was saying, like we were talking about before the show... Yeah, yeah. ...where the only reason he was never picked uh, number six for Australia was because they were racist and they didn't want an Indigenous playing in the halves. Yeah. To which the reporter claimed back, have you ever heard of Laurie Daly? And he says, well, yeah, he was a bloke that got the job. He said, well, Laurie Daly's Indigenous. And the reply was along the lines of, yeah, well, he's not really Indigenous. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, it's... You know... If he wants to put the effort in, and if he comes back, purely from a a spectacle point of view, it'd be interesting to see what he can do. For sure. But, Jesus, I'll tell you what, if um, if, if he's anything like what he is now, then there will be some cracking segments on the show.
0: Oh, Oh, please come back. Yeah. Or at least give it a red-hot crack.
1: There'll be four-hour episodes.
0: Yeah, exactly. This week in Mundine. They may have actually spawned a whole new podcast <laughs> just, to, just to cover that. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I can't do another one. Can't do it. Um, next story. Bad idea, Mundine. Stick to boxing and then enjoy your fucking millions. Yeah, spot you, on. That you got knocking over cans. Um... One of New South Wales' greatest ever origin players, Glenn Lazarus, has sealed his transition from footballer to fuckhead with a shocking admission about his state allegiances. After playing 19 origins in an outstanding career that made him one of the best forwards of his generation, Lazarus said that he now supports Queensland. Queen, being born and raised a former prop, moved to Brisbane at the end of his rugby league career after making a home there as a Broncos star of the 90s. But he was still a proud Blue supporter until going into politics, first with the Palmer United Party in 2013, and now as one of Queensland's independent senators. On Sturlow's show the other day, he diplomatically declared he was backing the Maroons due to his friendship with new coach Kevin Walters to the obvious disgust of fellows Blue Le- blues legend Sterling I'm going to support Queensland for a number of reasons Lazarus said the main reason is my good mate Kevy is the coach I love the boy to death and I love the man to death and I just think I've known Kevy since 1987, 1986 or 87 and I just think I just hope and pray he has success because he deserves it he's done the hard yards he's done the hard yards as far as coaching is concerned and I think he thoroughly deserves to be coach of Queensland and I just hope and I'm sure they will the players will do the right thing and you will take out the series yeah fucking low life
1: piece of shit You are Lazarus? Yes, he is a low-life piece of shit. But I think this says more about Queenslanders Mm -hmm. than it does about Glenn Lazarus. What does it say about Queenslanders? Now, I've lived in both states. Mm -hmm. And I have met some very, very fine examples of Queenslanders and Queensland supporters um, who I maintain friendships with to this day. Mm -hmm. And we are fine with the understanding that for three days a year... We go hammer and tongs at each other. Yeah, yeah. Hammer and fucking enemies tongs. to the death. Exactly. And they put up with it through the years when, um, when Joey was playing and yep, absolutely and now destroyed Queensland. In Fifty-six, sixteen. That's and, you know, All that good shit. Yeah. I've put up with it, uh, and a couple of my other New South Wales mates put up with it when New Obviously. South Wales lose. Yeah. Uh, but for the rest of the time, we're we're friends based on our personalities and the qualities and yep. and what we do for each other. I have met people from Queensland who, when it comes up in conversation that you're from New South Wales, go, "I oh, don't want to talk yet. to you." Oh, been there, met them. Like it, it's nine months out from state of origin. Yeah, yeah, And unfortunately, going into politics, especially in the electorate he supports
3: mm-hmm.
1: in the Senate for Queensland, mm-hmm. he he would lose vote. He would like people would not vote for him based on that. Based on that he came from New South Wales. So a yes, he's a state traitorous cunt, and f- from from all accounts, you know. Um, Let's say I've had
0: business dealings with his wife, and um, a very good friend of mine has been had business dealings with both of them, including co-directing uh, a company together, and that didn't finish up very well. So, so yeah, I have a lot of opinions that I can't speak about legally.
1: But um, yeah, it's a bullshit bullshit political point scoring. Mm-hmm. He's he's a pretty pretty low individual at the moment as well. I think you know as a person, as a politician, yep. and as a rugby league fan.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, the, yeah, yeah, you do it to win votes and everything, but that just shows you just got no fucking integrity and absolutely low life
1: piece of shit. And uh, politicians you know. that appeal to the lowest common denominator mm-hmm. are not generally in the best interest of everybody
0: or anybody. Yeah, for that matter. Golden Point may be scrapped for this year's final series and grand final with the NRL competition committee to consider alternatives for deciding Southern Death matches, including adopting the NFL's overtime policy so a field goal doesn't immediately end the game. While Jonathan Thurston's 83rd minute field goal to win last year's grand final for North Queensland is considered an iconic moment in the game's history, there are many who believe it's not the way a premiership should be decided and a meeting of NRL coaches late last year agreed further discussion was needed about Golden Point in finals matches. The NRL competition committee will meet next month for the first time since then and the main issue on the agenda is how finals and grand finals should be decided if the scores are tied at full time. Among the options to be discussed are extra time of either 5 or 10 minutes each way followed by golden point if the scores are still level, golden try and the NFL model in which the opposition is given an opportunity to respond if a team kicks a field goal in extra time. The 2015 Grand Final was the first to go into extra time since the introduction of Golden Point for NRL matches in 2003, and Wayne Bennett led criticism after his side lost, saying they did not lo- deserve to lose to a field goal after the Cowboys winger Kyle Fell had scored in the 80th minute to level the scores, and Thurston missed the conversion.
1: They did, because that's the rules of the game.
0: And they scored one point less in the game, and they, that's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't uh, get
1: you don't get a certificate of participation, Wayne.
0: Yeah. You win or you lose. Exactly, exactly. Now, look, they're, they're saying that i consider golden try for finals matches and grand finals, along with the model used in the NFL. Um, but I think the NFL model, I love it in the NFL, it doesn't work for the NRL in my opinion, nope. because giving the team an extra drive in NFL in the NFL is it's un, it's unlimited tackles. I mean, if they if you make if you make your ten yards, yep. you keep rolling, and there's time in between plays, and you know it's a it's, it's a play by play, you know turn based system sort of thing rugby league though one set of six starting you get the ball kicked off to you and you're starting from you know let's say you know the the prop you know gets the ball past him and he's starting from the goal line or in the end goal all the way downfield it's that's not the same fucking thing
1: first couple of sets of the game and then first couple after halftime teams making 60 metres on a set on an average set with no massive line breaks that's a phenomenal set yeah so teams
0: getting smashed into their own forty and kicking it out at the end. Yep, very common. And Spot on. And especially in a situation where a team is, def- you know, knows they've got one ta- one set. Yeah. They have got one set to lock them out. Yep. And that's it. Yep. And it's all done. They've won. Exactly. They're already, a fr- they're already ahead. I for, I favour personally. I mean, like, yeah, having extra time, like ten minutes each way or something like that, and yeah. then going to it—that's that's probably fine. You're still going to get a field goal thon though. People are going to get a field goal, and they're just going to be protected. you know, field to, goal and protect it. Yeah, and then people field goal the mat, you know, to tie it up, and maybe you're going to get a field goal. They've just got more time to kick, you know, field goal a yeah, so I don't exactly. think it's going to—I don't think it's going to stop that aspect. The of The other
1: it. thing, I, I think, if you're given that, you know, okay, they've kicked a field goal, you get a set to respond. Yeah, the the referees start losing their shit as well. You know, you know how how it is oh, now, and you imagine people with like
0: defenders shooting off the line to shut shut them down, and yeah. then you know, and then someone's blatantly offside, and they're like, do they, you know, do we give a penalty here because that's going to put the other team straight back down? They get another exactly. set, and it's
1: going to be down Look, to the twenty minutes. Like right now, out. if there's a tied game, yeah, and you're on your line, yeah, pretty much offside doesn't count. Because oh, you
0: saw that, that finals game with Manly and the Dogs a couple of years back when, and they showed you see the, the the line after when Cherry Evans gets a field goal, Josh yeah. Reynolds is like six meters offside, it's, and he's the one that went to, you know to stop the to stop the play
1: exactly shutdown. There. and so. there's
0: absolutely nothing like no, no one was on side, um, but he was there yeah, way
1: offside. He was almost in front well, of the markers. There's there's not it's not necessarily that either golden try or an actual set time limit. Is better than Golden Point. It's just different. You're still going to have a winner and a loser, which is what we need. Uh, I don't think that we should have too much extra time in regular season games. No,
0: I think there should be none. I think I think that that uh, that 80 minutes in a regular season game. Fuck it, it's a draw. You don't Split need a points. result. You know, yeah, I mean, a, a draw is a result. That's it. You don't you don't need a winner and a loser result in a yep. regular season game. Draws are fine. I know a fine for fucking you know how many years like hundred yes. years or you know you know ninety years prior to that finals obviously need a result and you can't have the system like you know like in 78 in and they, you know, Manly where they're playing like you know, a couple of grand finals and a couple and of let, like, you know, replays replay that
1: let's be frank if a score is tied or even if a team's ahead by six five yep. minutes out the field goals start
0: yeah yeah
1: so it's not it's not as if there are no field goal attempts until golden time yeah regular season I don't really think you need anything at all no nope. um, in the final series Look, the the only thing with with golden point is it can be decided by a coin toss. Yeah. However, that's then even a strategic choice. If you win the coin toss, do you kick off or do you receive?
0: Mm, do you get the ball deep in your own territory, or do you you know try and hold them down and do start a better
1: defence? Yeah. Um, if it's golden, uh, sorry, if it's just a set amount of extra time. Yeah. Then. That does give teams a little bit more strategic option. Yeah,
0: and I mean, they're going to play a bit of footy, but you know, you, you get down to the last minute and it's still going to, it's still going to be the goal. Exactly. Point, it's going to be field goal fun.
1: It's going I, to be I nothing different.
0: I think I favour make it, make it like goal make it golden something, whatever you call it, but instead you just make it sudden death extra time in which uh, field goal is obviously it's a, it's a score that puts you in front, and should you get to the end of the allocated period of time, whether it be 10 minutes or whatever, yep. then congratulations, you're the winner. However, Golden it doesn't stop try. a game instantly. However, if someone scores a try, then it does stop the game instantly. Yep. So that, that to me, is a, is a much better option, and, I mean, it's going to encourage teams to play. This, look, put it this way, I think there's still going to be a bit of a scab grab to get that first field goal, yeah. just to get that, that point up, and then try yep. and just, like, you know, just knuckle down in defence. That's it. But... That's going to force the other team to play footy. But then you like get. Like what happened at the end of the exactly. grand final with yeah. the
1: Cowboys scoring that try. When the Broncos started to be conservative. And, yep. and that's a fairly good example of what this would bring that you've yep. just brought up.
0: Like just the desperation and scoring, a you know, out wide. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like so.
1: the, yeah, the Broncos were, were one try up and mm. they just tried to defend it. So that's yep. like them putting a field goal. But what'll end up in 20 years' time, we'll be having the conversation that Golden Point, at the end of the period, the two wingers each get a sword
0: you're all about this fucking devolving into
1: a <laughs> <into laughs> gladiatorial cocktail it happen and then if there's no result after five minutes then the centres get a shotgun <laughs> well, why, don't you,
0: why don't you just line them up like um, like when the guitar solo beat it when they're like, you know, lashing like, the opposite <laughs> hands together <laughs> and they're doing that dance you know. monkey knife <laughs> fight <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah
1: but uh, look Okay, th- there's pros and cons for anything, and it you, you're going to have a winner and a loser, so there's going to be one side that's not happy with the result, and the easiest thing to blame is the system. So,
3: mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, yeah, and Wayne Ben's not going to get over that. Oh, you got a round four. Yeah. Revenge. We, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but strangely, strangely the Cowboys did deserve to lose on that game. I don't know. I don't, yeah. understand, I don't understand what the difference was. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, next one. This is great, great news that uh, I got from uh, the Manly Club the other day, and in in talking about all of you know the stadium policy that they're trying to push through and they're trying to get even teams even like your team,
1: yeah,
0: like you know, make you commit to play like you know a bunch of games at Parramatta and yeah. then uh, upgrade Parramatta Stadium and then yep. move Manly games to Sydney Football Stadium and you know teams like um, the Tigers and Souths and that as they do anyway like you know move more of them to like ANZ mm-hmm. or you know whatever, well. Brookvale is going to remain Manly's home for years to come after the federal and state governments approved a $20 million upgrade of the ground. The Baird government on Friday ticked off on $10 million in funding for the Stage 1 upgrade which will deliver a 3-4,000 to 4,000 seat grandstand as part of the $1.6 billion stadiums package. The future of the suburban ground on the northern beaches considered among the most outdated in the NRL was up in the air. Amid the recent push towards big stadiums, the New South Wales government this week announced that it would go ahead with the redevelopment of Parramatta Stadium as well as upgrades for ANZ and Allianz Stadiums. However, the Seagulls were able to secure funding as part of the stadiums package, which included 40 million for centres of excellence. The government promised to match dollar for dollar any funding for a club wanting to build a centre of excellence, and the plan was given the go ahead due to local member and former Prime Minister Tony Abbott securing 10 million dollars in federal funding and he's promised that for fucking years and it's about time that cunt's finally had to deliver on it. And now it's, it's in fact that 10 million's been on the table for so long.
1: Hey, did you like, hear that we're uh, we're actually going into an election very soon?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean not Tony Abbott's This no, he, this is the thing this is why we never get the funding because they are so safe yeah. liberal seats oh. at, at state and federal level that they will never ever change hands ever. They're like they're, the the margins in those seats
1: are so high. So give, it's given just, his unpopularity, are they it's just, it's just the demographic are they, are of the they liberals or are they conservative? Like are they are they right
0: I think, right? I think there's, I, there's there's liberal voters because you know, there's obviously a lot of cash around there. So the, yeah, and okay. you know that and then you know, business business people okay. and you know, cashed up people, yeah. you know, to go liberal parties. Yeah, so are, are
1: they like, you know, um, guys that want to have a sword fight in the bedroom shouldn't be allowed to marry each other? Uh, they, I don't no, I, think it's more I, think it's more, I
0: think it's just more the business so they're level. financial yeah I think it's fine okay. yeah. yep. so, so Tony Abbott he can promise all this stuff but because he's got the safest seat in the world doesn't have to and he through. was a prime minister for a while he was yeah. opposition leader for even longer never has to never has to deliver it because the you know, the people aren't like we're yeah. going to fucking throw you out if you don't we, deliver on this you know. l-
1: l- let me preface this with I'm not trying to defend Tony Abbott Yeah. at all yeah don't be doing that shit um sure. But yeah, you know, it could be seen that if when he was prime minister he goes giving a whole bunch of funding to Brookie Oval, a he's a ticketed member of the football club, yeah. Or B it's one his electorate, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the sort of thing that is you know political fodder for for your opposition. Yeah, it's but for, I mean, like he could have done it in the years, you know.
0: I mean, he's had a long career in politics, which the, and to the point, and to the point where this ten million dollars that he pro, that he promised was so long ago that he's actually going to go back and have it indexed for. Like cost of living and all that sort of stuff but it's going to end up being like 15 so it's actually going to pro- try and maybe even jump it up to 30 million or you know whatever so, so so it's good and I knew something was up on Thursday night because I remember they were making yeah. a deal about how Baird was there and Abbott was there yeah, okay. and then this came out like on the Friday yeah, or something nice. like that so um, it means that there'll be no requirements for Manly to take any home games to the new stadium network that they're, they're setting up mm-hmm. and um, it'll be ready to go for 2018 season and yeah, and you, like, know what I'll you should the do though.
1: Stay, and yeah, it'd be great. You should use your uh, your influence to see if you can out of that fifteen mil, mm-hmm. see if you can just get one mil of it. Yep. In taxi vouchers for manly fans, so they can travel.
0: Well, you know, it's I want to get them to
1: build a fucking train line or something. Taxi vouchers. It's cheaper than a train line. You'd, you you to think
0: yeah, of but remarkably. taxi. But, but see, you, you do you do the you, you do the ta- you do the train now. You spend the infrastructure now, and that's there. You go. You're set forever. Taxi vouchers, no. You spend, spend, spend,
1: spend forever. Trains, trains are an economic hole. You don't want that.
0: Well, yeah, you get the you get the tickets on the trains. Nah, you you get Uber, sorted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, public transport is so fucking terrible. I mean, like you can get, like it's great to get to manly itself because you know you get the ferry and you just like boom you're straight yeah. over there and you're right there you know beach is great harbour's great it's all good 6k walk <laughs> or we catch a bus or something yeah. to from from where you know yeah, from, the from the main sort of hub sure. there so um so it'd be great if they had like even I don't know why they don't put on I mean I know the club puts on some you know has done in the past puts on shuttles for members but they're the people that are going anyway always they're not the you know the the casual ones that you know may or may not you know turn up they need to set up you know and like for finals and things like that they do that sort of thing but they need to do it for set up a regular you know extension of the public transport network to you know service areas that are really fucking hard to get to um but it's great i was almost positive that you know we'd end up playing you know out of allianz or something you know and you know share time out of allianz and maybe up at gosford but um, this is great, so it's going to be... Uh, and, and the facilities do need updating as well, so there's no better place to watch football than the hill at Brookie, and uh, now it would be great to have, you know, modern amenities yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and shit at that place as well. Would be and comfortable. Are they putting actual pillows in the new grandstand? Well, I don't think... Considering what a pillow fortress it is? Oh, look, you can't You can't
0: take the pillow... The pillow fortress has been per-tech, and, uh, and so it has been, and so it shall be. And uh, okay. don't, don't don't come in here like after fucking five minutes and start trying to rename shit, mate.
1: Is it too yeah. is it too easy to call it Vale Oval? Well, I mean, you wouldn't be the first to say that. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But, I mean,
0: who's but no, it's suking, though. That's the thing. No, it Sooks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, you're right. Jamie Lyon looked very very chipper after that game, laughing and joking and high fiving Kieran Foran.
0: Well, I don't think he was laughing and joking, high fiving Kieran Foran. Yeah, he was. They having discussion. No, laughing and joking. Yeah, no, yeah, I you know how. Laughing about that and shit. joking. Yeah, you know how I feel yep. about that shit, though you can go and fucking retire for that shit <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, fuck it's it, nothing oh, I understand that it's a, a professional sport and you know it's not like the old days where like these motherfuckers hate like yeah, there are people who wouldn't play for teens because they just fucking yeah. hate everything they stand for
1: yeah but, but do it in the sheds away from the fucking TV cameras exactly yep. I, don't, I don't give
0: a fuck if you if you're my most beloved player you fucking do that shit yeah you know, I'm just going to show you the back of my hand yeah yeah, Metaphorically, on a podcast, the <laughs> <be. laughs> recaps first, of course. Business This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. And uh, it's looking like our discussions at the moment that um, the marriage, the happy, happy marriage between uh, League
1: Live and Sportsmate and This Week in League you know what? is speaking of looking of, to extend for like a long time to come. Speaking of happy marriages, mm-hmm. Sportsmate saved my marriage this week. That serious? Watching the Panthers-Roosters game, mm-hmm. I was watching it on my phone, mm-hmm. because Optus's NBN is absolute...
0: You've been talking up this NBN coming on for ever since you've started it, doing the show. Look, it's,
1: it's, it's better than I had. Um, I've had some fairly hilarious conversations with Optus, but uh, when given the year we've had, when Panthers are ahead by less than 12... Yeah, and you at, need to see that shit at uh, no buffering you know 73 minutes yeah. no 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 it was working fine however when we do things like drop the ball 20 metres out from our own goal line yeah and I turn the phone off in disgust and almost throw it but then remember I don't want to buy a new phone oh, and I walk what? around pulling my hair out and as I'm doing that my wife opens up sports on her phone and says it's okay they haven't scored yet oh Look at that. It calms me down. I don't resort to domestic violence. <laughs> not so. that you would do that anyway. No, not at all. But uh, sports, mate, you've saved my marriage.
0: <laughs> I feel like we've missed a step in between. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not, uh, when was the part when divorce was ever on the table? <laughs> oh, I've,
1: I've ranted and raved and gotten angry and yep. before. But now she knows enough. To step in and intervene. Yeah. You know, instead of storming out of the bedroom and saying, why are you throwing peanut butter jars at the window? She (laughs) understands what it is when the Panthers are (laughs) playing. That was once I threw a peanut butter jar at a window.
0: In in the bedroom, though.
1: No, 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 no. Because
0: I'm just saying you're in the bedroom throwing peanut butter jars at the (laughs) window. It just leads to so many more questions. Like, why peanut butter in the bedroom?
1: (laughs) I think you know the answer to that one.
0: (laughs) Oh, Moners.
1: Put it this way, Reese's Pieces. <laughs>
0: um, and the, the thing is, I mean, this this show is obviously you know we're a different type, we're a different type of show. Not like these fucking these suck holes that you know have you know aspirations to be fucking commentators or something oh. in the future, and was suck the dick of the NRL and all this sort of thing. We are, we're not about that life. No, <laughs> we're, we're about that life telling people they cunts and. Uh, <laughs> And, and so, as a, as a result of that, or as a byproduct of that, yeah, we certainly we certainly have our audience, and our audience is fierce, fiercely loyal, and we have finally come up with a sponsor who is as savage as we are in this sports, mate. Their tweeting has been sensational. And just this week, we Janis <laughs> 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 Mateus tweeted him and said, I have not seen a decline. We're talking about the Tigers game, the conclusion of the Tigers-Storm game. have not seen a decline like that since... Last week, hey sports mate, do you have the state of that, the stats of that decline? And they have replied, goes as this week in League Boys mentioned on the pod, we do have the decline stats, also known as a worm. And it had like a, a screenshot of a a bar graph, oh, sorry, a, a line graph from from that game showing that you know the Tigers
1: <laughs> decline, the
0: worm swinging in favour of the storm, yeah. and they then, then they've drawn over the top like you know, a descending line.
1: They've written a decline line, a
0: decline line, and uh, just so just just tremendous, tremendous stuff, and. um and for the yeah, for email correspondence I've had with them, they, they're they loving the interaction with you guys. And uh, so, yeah, tweet them, tweet them all the time about that sort of stuff because they, they're really loving it. And um, it's great to have someone that's just, you know, so, so much on the same page as us. Um, and, yeah, it's just a perfect relationship. Uh, Toto TV uh, tweeted and said, I thought this week in league was just promoting sponsors when they said the Sportsmate, Sportsmate app was good. Tried it on the weekend. FMD, it's brilliant. Hash, no doubt. It is. Fuck, I told you. Told I, you. I, We keep it real.
1: Yeah, feel real much. in
0: here, and like I, 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 know apps. I mean, I've, I've developed apps, and I know that, that they're better than they're better at it than I am. I mean, just the way it's thought out, the interface and everything—it's just so fucking intuitive. I love it. Um, it's amazing, and uh, yeah, love to have them around. And get, if you haven't got the app yet, for fun <laughs> neck yourself. I guess probably first thing I get you to do. Then after that, once you finish doing that, go and search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play, and download League Live.
1: Especially if you're having relationship problems. Guaranteed to save them. Yeah. No guarantee.
0: I forgot. You know, like Hashtag. You feel like, you feel asterisk. Like, yeah. If you're like, like you know your problems with your hand, I mean, I guess if, if nothing else would give your hand something else to do. Give you some valuable time apart. The fucking thumb muscles that'd work out. <laughs> Lead to all sorts of new interesting dates. Recaps. Thursday night football. The uh, Paramount Eels 22 to feed the mighty Manly Seagulls 10. Brookvale crowd of just... Over 14,500. Good crowd for Thursday night. Uh, the Eels, 22 came tries to Brad Takarangi, a double to Michael Jennings and uh, Semi Radradra. Adra. Michael Gordon, two or four conversions and a penalty goal and Manly. Jamie Lyon City, try to Jamie Lyon, conversion to Jamie Lyon, two penalty goals to Jamie Lyon.
1: Well, I'll, I'll leave this one to uh, to you to talk most about, but the first thing is that I want to put in a vote for Tommy Turbo's new nickname to be ironic. So, ironic turbo, because... Yeah.
0: See, I've, I, take, I take massive yeah. issue with this.
1: Oh, uh, he was running diagonally, and he covered more ground. And he, went, no, no, no. he
0: covered, like, probably three times the ground. Semi couldn't keep up with him. No. he, he Semi couldn't reel him in, and Semi's, you
1: know, you, one, do you one see, of the fastest do you see Blake, Blake score against the Roosters? That's how you run diagonal lines in the NRL. Semi, the, Semi couldn't, Semi couldn't keep up with him. Little ironic turbo. I
0: think what he should have done, he probably, because Semi had nothing, he probably should have actually straightened up and gone the other corner anyway, once he realised that, that, you know, Semi couldn't catch him. But, uh, whatever reason, he decided to take the fucking, the, the long, the long way around and, uh, you know, let old mate, uh, Bo Scott. Um,
1: but Bo Scott had him owned for most of that game. Bo Scott? Bo Scott. At turbo? Had him owned.
0: Bo Scott in the middle, who only saw him once in the entire game, because nah. he doesn't even go on to the right-hand side.
1: I counted three times that Bo Scott absolutely shut him down.
0: Thinking about Bo Scott, did you read that article about how he's responsible for what Mo's retirement? Or, you know, what's no. the retirement's going to happen? No. They were training before the nines. Uh, so there was the nines, and then there was a trial game after that, and what Mo was looking to make his comeback for the trial game yep. after the nines. And they were doing a drill where it was like putting pressure on um, teams at the end of their set on the other team's in goals so like putting a grubber in and chasing yep. a grubber in yep, and yep, forcing yep, yep, repeat yep. sets and stuff. And so they're like they're doing the whole thing like, you know, shepherding, you know, shepherding guys through you know, shepherding the ball, or whatever. And um and Bo Scott's come through behind him and cleaned him up. And like and, and, and hyper extended his leg. And th- that's that's one thing. But then they got like the question by Scott and he's like, Yeah, it's a physical game, you train hard, you play hard. This is the way it is. It's like no remorse. Like, it's just like, he's, he's not even like, yeah, it's unfortunate. He's just like, well, he's like, oh, fuck that cunt, he got in my way. That's basically pretty much what he said.
1: So, both Scots are
2: sociopath
0: <laughs> Like, and that's, that's you know, but that's a real, that's a really um, big factor, I reckon, into, you know, some of the toughness around the Eels pack this year. I reckon that injection from a fucking maniac like that. Well, from a, that different, ethic from and a different
1: point of view, with Wattmer retiring and that bringing the Eels Closer to the cap, you yeah. could say that both got saved, Parramatta.
0: Well, by knocking him out, yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, his knees were already fucked. Like. It's like putting a lame dog down. <laughs>
1: yeah, <it's> exactly. <laughs> both scored that guy on the farm the yeah. one, when the dog comes home limping. He's like, "Okay, get me the gun."
0: He's just he, he's just the fight, but the, the, he's like the last guy in the line. Like you've had like you know the little kid and everything going, "No, oh, no, I love the dog." And, the, and the, the, the mother's like, "Oh no!" And then he's just like, and then finally. He's limping on three legs, and then he's just like, going, "All right, get me. stop, uh,
1: get stop me. crying. It's not like I'm going to make you Eat him." Um, yeah, but look, we mainly we're in this game for much of the game. Uh, I think I think they just had a little bit of trouble executing, and and that's a lot of Cherry Evans brings. Yeah,
0: I mean, Cherry Evans is there. I mean, they probably you know scored more tries, and you know, and and they put it away when they had the chance to do it. Even yep. even Matty Parcell being there was a late withdrawal. Even he, I think, would have made a difference because the way that he you know, he's the classic backup guy and he's off off everyone's shoulder, yeah. you know, where yeah. that, those little, because there was a lot of half chances, but in the end, they just ran out of gas, I think, and I mean, that's, you know, comes down, that was the last of that horror stretch where it was, you know, five games in 24 days or something like that, so now they actually get a positively luxurious fucking, what, Thursday through to, I think, Ooh. Monday, positively Ooh. luxurious thirteen day or yeah one week and a couple of days turnaround like nine days or something. So um so yeah absolutely they'll be fucking loving that. But I mean like the eels did, did well to sort of hang in there. But I was the thing that impressed me the most about um the game was that like the eels are like you know in I'm doing air quotes on they're said to be the form well one of the form teams like with the Broncos like yep. at, at the moment and like the fact is they matched it with them you know easily and well and especially in like in like the physical shit that i didn't think that they'd be able to the at the old stage of season like i was
1: very like, surprised
0: like the forwards they were matched them physically and they were smashing them and holding them like you know to within their 40 like yeah. for many many sets so and one and once and like you know three at least three of the tries were just scored off some dumb shit like just dropped a ball or you know like dropped a dropped a kick at the end of a thing yeah. like you know yeah. like when dylan walker jumped up and he when he should have gone the AFL sort of mark and just taken it and gone to ground, but it's like he's jumped up and sort of tried to like viciously bring yeah. it back down and you know, dropped it, things like that. And um, and those tries were scored immediately immediately off them. They weren't even like yeah. repeat sets. So just unfortunate shit like that. So I'm actually fairly comfortable with the way, given the the injuries at the moment, I'm fairly comfortable with the way that the guys that are there are actually going at the moment. And you can definitely see that there's like a a will to win and a, like a camaraderie and things like that yep. in, in the side which I think is definitely going to bode well once they get the troops yeah. back so as long as I mean I'm, I'm all about you know improvement every week yep with, with a new side and you know, new combinations and it's definitely seeing that and um, and finally this fucking Gold Coast strength and conditioning guy I'm starting and, and also the Wellman Storm defensive guy I'm starting to see more like you know okay yeah the, I can see they're starting yeah. to get there yeah. at first I was just like you're fucking you kidding me right they're like they don't look fit, <laughs> they look slow. Now they look fast, they look fit, and like the defence was like really good for the most part and in the end mm. it's just you just can't overcome that those uh, yeah, that many five day turnarounds. Yeah. But uh now, I think we've only got one one for the rest of the year now, so they've got no excuse for that. They're getting proper turnarounds now and um yeah, I'm well, for,
1: for Parramatta fans it it's probably very, very heartening to see that um you know, despite all the shit that's going on off held, it hasn't yet Crept into their game, or whether whether they're using it as a, a motivation to, to steal themselves or not. But it seems
0: to be more of a motivational. I mean, think about when, th- think about when it happened. The storm came out in about three weeks in a row after that. Flog teams by 40 and like good exactly. teams. So it didn't matter who it was. Yeah. They smashed them. The the dogs. Remember they got zeroed off about. I want to say probably like six or seven games before yeah. the end of the season that year. Yeah. And they came out as, and they came out and very quickly amassed. Point, they almost got themselves out of the spoon position. Yeah, that's right. By yeah. massing point, they, they didn't get there in the end because they did, as the Storm did, they did have a period where they dropped away and with the doggies it was at the end of the yep. season. So they dropped away at the very end. The Storm yep. sort of smashed a few teams, dropped away a little bit and then came back and you know, made a nuisance of themselves but, and would have, I think, made the eight you know, based on a, wins.
1: a very positive sign for Parramatta because classically yeah. they haven't been a mentally strong team. So for yeah. you yeah. know previously in, in other seasons when a team looks to start coming back into the game, yep. Parramatta mentally the other, the opposition was already back in the game and running over the top of them and, and it had yeah. become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So uh, the fact that they can hang into these tight ones, and let's be frank, they probably went in there expecting to win that game. Easily too, I think. So when things didn't go 100% according to plan, for them to still still hang tough and, and get it done was a good result for them. <laughs>
0: the pickle juice. I can, I can, juice. I can, I can, I can understand. It's just, it's just, yeah, you know, it's just salty. You know, I, I guess, but it's just, it's strange. Never seen it before. Never heard it before. Reduces
1: the amount of sexual harassment claims if you've got plausible deniability.
0: <laughs> like, no, stop being stop. Oh, I'm not alluding to anything. It's literally pickles. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: So, what? Salty liquid in your
0: throat. So, so you, so you, you, you didn't, uh, you didn't try and get that 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 person to, to suck your penis. <laughs> no, look, it's literally there's pickles there. <laughs> Dodge that bullet, yeah. <laughs> at Voodoo Rock, we won. Have we still got points by the time you record this ep? All coming, uh, all coming up in next week's episode of X Factor. You do. You do have your points at the moment. Then I heard something that they're saying it's like gonna be like two weeks before they drop the hammer now. Make up your fucking mind, you chook raffle running bunch of cunts. At Rev Sunny 101 AIDS versus cancer at the Pillow Fortress. Best possible outcome, AIDS denied two points and cancer won't keep them. Yeah, you, you hope. Shunter 86 how cruel are rugby league gods, copyright Phil Gould, that after shit-talking Todd Byrne, the turbojet turns into Tom Tabernovich. <laughs> I had to try and figure out how to pronounce that properly for him. Sam the Warden, at Sam the Warden. That was a good win asterisk by the L's tonight. <laughs> the North Queensland Cowboys, 44, defeated the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 18, at 1,300 teeth. Crowd of just shy of 15,500 up there. And the Cowboys, 44, came from a massive list. Uh, Gavin Cooper, Jonathan Thurston, double to Justin O'Neill, Kyle Felt, Ethan Lowe, Antonio Winterstein, and Michael Morgan. Six of eight conversions to JT, and the Rabbitohs, 18, came from tries to uh, Gresmuel Reynolds, and Burgess, Sam Burgess, uh, Reynolds, three of three conversions.
1: I think this game will give the Cowboys a lot of confidence. You know, if they, if they look across the results of the, the round, they're going to see the obvious front runners mm-hmm. and the the obvious favourites themselves, and the Broncos. Yep. Both put very very big scores. Yep. And I think the fact that Brisbane did it against, you know, the obvious cellar dwellers. Yeah. And they did it against Souths, who, you know, for for all of their their shit play, still have Sam Burgess and, and Greg Inglis and had Reynolds back yeah uh, I, I feel like they're him.
0: really like fucking uh, like they're blown out man yeah the Rabbitohs like yeah. it's, it's been on the cards for a couple of weeks now where they haven't looked great but yeah, they're fucking gone and, and it's weird because their personnel isn't that drastically different
1: yeah exactly
0: it's just a, it's a strange, thing. and remember in uh, was it in the preseason? Was it late last season? Where yeah, it was late last season where everyone, you know they got blown out of the finals by the, by the sharks, and everyone's like, well, you know, all the you know, uh, Madge's training techniques and everything, and his style. Is you know something that's unsustainable for like years and years and years because you know burns you know plays it burns, it, burns them out, out. yeah
1: mm, maybe but
0: and then they kind of came out at the start of the season and, you know, and they they look all right again
1: well they put and, they put a, a huge call on the roosters uh, given yeah that was again given that was the roosters but yeah
0: that was the roosters we didn't know the roosters were the roosters of twenty sixteen at that time too yeah
1: so so without context but yeah they're they're
0: they're, they're in trouble. But it's,
1: uh, one thing and, and I've never been a massive Cowboys fan yeah. Um, Louis Karma amongst other things but now you know for the last couple of years I've been actively seeking out their games and I really enjoy watching them just because they they're a textbook example of both the very very simple things of rugby league and the very very complex things of rugby league yep uh, and when you're watching with, with mates or, or even with the, the young fella who there's probably not a better team in the NRL to watch at the moment for a kid to learn from Yeah. And, and they just do the simple things exceptionally well. And for mine, Tom Alola is one of the form form forwards in the in the competition, if not the form forward. Yep. Um they just the, the way they, they march it up the middle. Uh the 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 fact that Jonathan Thurston's been in that club for so long has rubbed off. Very, very often with other teams when, when the offloads come and the, the second phase plays on, you get three blokes in a row that are receiving the ball flat footed. Yep. But you watch the Cowboys, as soon as a ball pops out the back, yep. everyone's prepared for it, yep. everyone's in motion, and guys are running into holes. So, yep. the, you know, from, from the very, very simple stuff in the hit-ups to the the more more detailed niche stuff, they're, they're just a very, very good rugby league team.
0: That's and confidence a lot, you know, confidence and and consistency in the line-ups that you're fielding week yep. in, week out. I mean, all that stuff sort of, you know, meshes together and makes a
1: good goulash. Yeah. Fucking Lachlan Coote. Still not signed.
0: Well, put it this way: if the rumours of Parramatta's punishment being eight points is true, f- fucking keep him. Yeah. Fucking cares exactly. I'm sure four games handicap is perfectly fine. You still, you know, could, could potentially aim for top four, and you know with go Corey on from there.
1: Norman with Corey Norman going around saying I want 1.8 million over three years.
0: Could you ever have imagined that fucking Gandalf motherfucker trying to command <laughs> that sort of money? Uh. You think he's no fucking Corey Moses? You know, making such outlandish fucking money, money demands.
1: Um, and and the fact that Lachlan Coote remains unsigned for reportedly somewhere in the yeah, but tr-
0: tremendous interest around. It. I mean, like he's going to land at someone that's going to pay for him. Cowboys can't afford the price. That's 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 the that's the concern for those guys. Why well, they won't be able to keep him. But someone in Sydney's going to
1: cough up. Mm. I think. So uh, and get a lot of value for money too, I think. But yeah, the uh, you know Greg Inglis needs to fire. He needs to fire quickly.
0: Fucking knife! Mean, I'm loving it. I mean, maybe That's... he might not even fire in Origin. Bring it.
1: I yeah, I'd love to think that. Do, I yeah. don't know how much of a, a possibility that is. Or Origin just seems to bring out the best in players like him. Yeah. Uh, unless he is nursing, and again, I can't, I can't remember, and I really should have looked it up if it's that yeah. knee or hip. Um, but if he's if he's playing at eighty percent.
0: I'll still put him in the, the origin side I mean I'd lo- wouldn't, you, wouldn't you love like an origin series where he's like a liability <laughs> and like <laughs>
1: look every game New South Wales won over the last couple of years have been games where they have shut him down yeah, yeah so, that's right. uh, Michael Jennings has owned him yeah. a, a good few games and been owned in return yeah
0: yeah. Um, yeah. alright Shane at Shane Aaron Elvis the magician Said, oh, how shit are South going without me hey downhill since I left Australia Hashtag blame the X. Sorry, Redfern. <laughs> <laughs> r-pop, sh underscore. Schlips. Seriously, you have no idea how much enjoyment I get out of beating Souths, even shit Souths. It's weird, like I mean I think you think Cowboys fans like it'd be the, the ones that hate would be the, the Broncos. That's like the rivalry and they haven't oh, maybe they have. But I mean like, you know, maybe the Sharks with like, you know, the, the fuckery in the finals, yeah. you know, the referee fuckery that year
1: no see Cowboys like. fans won't hate the Broncos because they need to hedge
0: yeah they need to have their second team ready to go that's it So and we're they've actually going. had them in the finals as yes. their team in the finals for many years yeah you exactly know, fair enough yeah true um Giannis Mateus only sp- only SportsMate has the stats of how many NRL virgins were impregnated by the way the Cowboys are playing at the
3: moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> at more Morso well suck me dry and call me dusty. South are leaking like a sieve again. So much for Sammy the Saviour. Ashley <laughs> shit cunts. Mm, man. It
1: it is it's true though. They mm. they don't have like a, a a couple of the other teams have the luxury of if if a couple of their senior players start misfiring, yeah. That other people can step up and, and fill the gap. But with South, the two of them yeah.
0: And the problem last year with South was like yeah. yeah, like no Sam Burgess and then he came back and they definitely did get a they did get a shine like, you know, when he came back. Yep. But that's wore off really quickly, and he's 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 starting to you know do like yeah like the trajectory that George Burgess underwent last year. Yeah, so so yeah, hmm. strange, interesting. The St George Illawarra Dragons 19 defeated the Gold Coast Titans 14 at Hope Solo Coliseum in front of a crowd of just over 12,000 in attendance, and the uh, Dragons at 19 points came from tries to Gareth Widdop. Fi FiFi Law, Jack and with uh, three of three conversions and a field goal and the Titans. Ignatius Parsi, Tyrone Roberts with tries, Ash Taylor two of two conversions and a
1: penalty goal to Roberts. This game had a moment that is probably going in my top ten all time favourite rugby league moments. And that Still was a big call. That was Parsi's try.
0: Right in the Parsi. He gave it to him.
1: <laughs> he crawled. <laughs> six metres yeah. <laughs> and carried fucking man bun and urban samurai on his back and he crawled. It it's wasn't a, the, a carry?
0: Yeah, that's, and that is like, a, that, that's a, like a, a moment that if you were forced to make, to, to say, if someone put a gun to your head and said, look, you, you manufacturer, give me a scenario that would make you absolutely jizz from this game between two shit-cunt sides you've got no, no stake in and no love for, what could we do to give you a moment <laughs> to make it worth your while. And that would they that would be exactly the way like there's this that would be perfectly
1: Oh, it was hilarious. Um uh you know, they they say that you make your own luck, but the dragons were lucky on a few occasions in this yeah, game. Think, I think the goalkeeper's like,
0: very dumb at times. Yeah, they should have won this game.
1: Yeah. But yeah, think you you can't defend a, a ball off a goalpost. Yeah. there's things that you, you, you cannot defend against that. Um the interesting thing will be, I, I think this game will have con- continuing trajectory for both of the teams. If if you were the Dragons, yeah, this is probably the best possible outcome for you, realistic outcome, from a three-week Queensland road trip is to have the Titans last. Yep. Finish it with a win. Uh, you're only as good as your last game, so the two zero-point shellackings in the previous weeks. You're saying they're all forgotten? I reckon. I reckon they're close too. Gee, they um, want to fucking
0: you the entire side to get that going. <laughs>
1: It's not a very hypnotherapy or something. <laughs> he um, uses like a strength and conditioning the, <laughs> performance. If, if any, I think that the, the Titans may—you know, you know, this is just hypothesis—may have gone into this game a little bit cocky after seeing what was done to the Dragons and how they performed yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, they obviously would have prepared for the game, but the the, the Dragons did improve. And on the yep. subject of all you can hope for is improvement week on week. Yep. Um uh, there's certainly some stuff there for them to build on.
0: Yeah, like I'm uh, talking, talking about a loss. I think I think they should have still won this game. I mean, Dragon fans like they were not not saying it was their grand final, but they they were loving the fucking like it was like you know we're back kind of thing. But I thought that it was just some really stupid stupid options at times from the Titans that uh, and I guess inexperienced options that, that, that cost them the the entire game. I mean, they, I I still think they probably should have won this game. So uh, uh, it's not starting this slide for the Titans. I don't think, but it is one of those textbook types of games where. You know the willingness can be there, but yeah. you know the the lack of experience or the dumb options things like that can kill your game and that sort of thing. If it happens too often, then it can you know obviously.
1: But that's a, I think it was you you made a very good point last week or the week before that the Titans need to start doing more than just having valiant defeats. Yeah. And yep. they they're moving from that territory of having valiant defeats to just losing games.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's what they need to prevent really. And the Dragons. Pfft. It's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, they were, they were given a lot of these things on a platter, but you know, you can you can't you can't deny that the the effort and the commitment was certainly far better than what they've shown in Queensland, uh, else uh, right. other times this month. Yep. Yanis um, and Mateus. Uh, given how long it's been, the relief from Dragons fans scoring could have almost filled Hope solo. I repeat, almost. <laughs> Uh, at H Dragons fan. A team that in round seven scores fifty percent of their previous six games worth of tries. <laughs> Surely they deserve the entertainers tag. <laughs> uh Devonhead. Real questions would have been asked if a footy side went to the Gold Coast and failed to find any white lines. Uh danger underscore anger. This is a quote from Braythe Nasta the call of the Foxtel game. Yeah. The Titans don't have many X Factors.
2: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Um, <laughs> where are we? The Warriors, 24, defeated the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, 20, over in New Zealand, Westpac Stadium, crowd of just over 18,000, great crowd, the Warriors, 24, came from tries to Fusatua, right, Lollahaya, and a double, to Blakey Ashford, uh, Sean Johnson, two or five conversions really kept the doggies in the game, the doggies had a double to Sam Perrott, a double to Carrot Holland, and Kerrit Holland, two or four conversions,
1: we almost freaked out for a minute. I I watched this game on replay. Yeah. I uh, was checking the score the live score on Sportsmate. Yeah. I actually thought I was in the Matrix for a second. And it was one of those glitches. Ageford <laughs> scored twice.
0: Yeah. Ageford is on fucking fire. Three tries in the last two games. Right. He's
1: a machine. <laughs> get him in your supercoach side. Get on him. Yeah, could could be a, a little bit to do with the fact that he's playing outside Sean Johnson. Yeah. Um you know, and and realistically. Stephen Hawking could be there. So scored, saying,
0: are, you, are you saying that being on the outside of Sean Johnson is more profitable for an outside back than being on the outside of Robson as, as he was in his Cronulla career? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs>
1: Again, Surely yeah, you jest. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hawking could be there and his wheelchair could be out of batteries and he would have scored three tries in two games. Uh, Sean Johnson has you know, picked up the pace on his season. Yep. And, and, and if he continues at this rate, he will be in that unstoppable, magical Sean Johnson form again by by the origin break. At the right time, um, yeah. At the right time. Unfortunately, he's not going to have uh, RTS backing him up or, yep. or taking any focus of him, yep. which is a cruel, cruel, cruel blow um, to Warriors fans. It's a shitty thing to say, but, but when a... a Expensive, exciting player goes down. It, it hurts more than, than say losing a, a prop or, or Paul Gallen. Yep. Um, but it it's one of those things, and it wasn't even as if it was a, an impact that did it. It was one of those runs where it was you know almost a sniper. Yep. Uh, that you just pulled up and and something was immediately wrong. So you you really hope that that he gets back on the field. Uh, I I think it was I think it was the Perm that said on Twitter this week that you know. It'll, it'll be very interesting to see, and and sad if it hurts it. But what it does to his ability coming back?
0: Because it's his thing is you know teleporting with massive steps. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, stuff that crushes knees. It's they're not you know. Yeah, exactly. So, and and there's been more than one player that that talks about coming back from from that sort of injury. Yeah. Saying that you you never trust it again. Yep. And the pain was bad enough that you're hesitant every time you go to to really I, put any force on I it remember,
0: so. i remember when i did my medial probably 2009 and obviously not being like an athlete or, i didn't have surgery or anything just sort of you know like it took about a year to before it felt yeah okay again but even then like doing like you know squats and stuff like that still it took so long just the thing like i'm not going any deeper than that because like who fucking, you know, yeah, it could, it could just go, you know, because I, yeah. I can feel yeah. the strain and I don't, I don't, yeah, you know you, just, you do, and I mean, it took, it took like probably two, three years of like, oh fuck, you know, and you still, and every time you feel like a little twinge, zone, you just go, fuck, like, I yeah, hate to be like, it's with, with an ACL, which is far, a far more serious injury, yep. and being in a profession that, you know, your, you know, running and lateral movement and yes. things like that are dependent upon, you know, I, mentally, it would just fuck you around so much.
1: Yeah. i Mate, I, I know that feeling, like even because I've, I've done one as well. Not yep. the ASL, but you know, carrying something heavy down a set of stairs, yeah, and yep. you just get that momentary oh, and yeah, it, it's a horrible feeling. So for, for him to come back from that, you just hope that that he reaches some some of the uh, ability that he's had. Yep. But uh, the, the dogs are, are an interesting package this year.
0: Interesting in terms very of very
1: interesting in in terms of I, I don't know how I feel about them. And their performances because I know what they're capable of.
0: Yeah, but only every other week.
1: Yeah. So this um, week
0: they're gonna they're, they're gonna absolutely just rumble fuck. Their it, enemies. But uh, yeah, Hobbit, I was fucking positive they were gonna win this game like
3: mm,
0: zero doubts. But they they're struggling to put it together two weeks in a row.
1: Um, you know the the positives out of this one even in a loss, Hopper Junior is looking much more comfortable every single week. Yep. And and it's an advantage for them to have have somebody in their number one uh who's so confident playing the ball. Yep. Uh he he's throwing some very, very nice passes out wide and, and he doesn't have the kicking game that a, a full time half would have. Uh but he's a, a genuine option for them in attack, which is a positive thing. Um Yeah, it it's hard to pinpoint what the dogs did wrong. It wasn't one thing or, or an obvious thing that was lacking. Uh, I still think that when the Bulldogs try to take on teams in places that aren't their strong point, yep. you know, if if they try to play the warrior style of game against the Warriors, that's what's letting them down. Um, but like you said, they they're going to come out absolutely shellac whoever they've got this week.
0: Okay, um, the base chapo, Blake Ashford scored a double against the Bulldogs. Blake fucking Ageford. Hash dumps the fire <laughs> yeah. at John Seventeen, which is a j-a-a-h-h-n-n H H N N Seventeen. Hford scored two and made a match-winning try saver. Hashtag Sharks released the goat. <laughs> Hash eat a bag of goat dicks.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> at GT Three Fifty One underscore Johns was hoping to see some diamonds from my team. We got a bucket of rocks instead. Oh well, maybe next week. So philosophical about it all. At Nathan L Webb Nineteen Eighty. Wright and Ashford, making Bulldogs look like a team full of Wrights and Ashford's.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, finally, at Davy Salter, how can we be considered for the premiership at all when we let Blake Ashford score a double <laughs> <at> X-Factor? <laughs> oh, had yeah, the X-Factor, all right? Uh, moving to Saturday evening, the Brisbane Broncos, 53, defeated the Newcastle Knights, nil. For a crowd of just under 30,500. The Broncos came from hat-trick to Corey Oates, hat-trick to Anthony Milford, double to Kahu, and, uh, contributing tries from, uh, Ben Hunt and, uh, Joe offen uh, where well, we got going conversions. Two of five for Corey Parker, three of five for Jordan Kahu, a penalty goal for Corey Parker, and a field goal for Anthony Milford. And Knights, sweet fuck all. <laughs> Boo-boo.
1: Yeah, the, the result of this one was never in any sort of doubt. Yep. Whatsoever. Um if you did not win money on this game in some form or another, then you are either You either weren't gambling stupid, or
0: you're an absolute fucking degenerate.
1: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, or, yeah, or, or you just have self-control and I applaud you for that. <laughs> not playing with your family's livelihood, but...
0: <laughs> for uh, yeah, allowing, you know, for, for guaranteeing the possibility that the children will be eating, <laughs> eating food that doesn't come out of tins.
1: <laughs> Is it... Thing I liked most about this game was the fact, finally, 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 we got to see Brisbane open up. Yep. And it's what
0: we've been saying, you know,
1: the whole yeah, it, whole season. It's it's probably a, a mix of fear and respect for for Wayne's very conservative style of football that it took until they were probably 24 points up uh, before it started, and it was Anthony Milford that that really said, okay, well, well we're out here, we've got this. Uh, instead of because there was every possibility they were going to come back in that second half run five very simple tackles kick it dead keep pressure on Um, but it it was Milford that really stepped the energy up to the next level and the team went with him Um, but if I had to to pick a a moment out of that game it was James Roberts finally remembering he's fast yeah and when he beat two players and he went around the outside of them Dance with a touchline, mm-hmm. and the the fact that it took till they were out to an uh, an insurmountable lead. They actually chance that a bit for him yeah. to chance it. Um, hopefully, he's just got a sniff of, of what that feels like, uh, because you can imagine that if you if you tried that in a game where they were ahead by by six points, yep. and he got bundled into touch, yep, you you wouldn't want to show your face. Well, in, when, when, when have you know, family yeah. members killed, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd, it'd be horrible. Um, but but uh, really, a, I, th- I think this may be the, the turning point and, and let the Broncos really, really start showing what they're capable of and, and start putting more teams away. Uh, and again, only the very, very best of the teams in the competition will be able to beat them this year. The, the only teams that will beat the Broncos are absolutely clinical, professional teams Full of incredible human beings. Provided
0: they can maintain the, this sort of level, I mean, I don't think teams can maintain this level all season. There's going to be a dip. It's just a matter for them as uh where it where the dip mm-hmm. happens. I mean, you know, a good coach and good strength and conditioning staff and everything will almost, you know, invite them to yeah you know, have a period of of less lesser. Yeah, you know, performance maybe over the Origin period because they expect well, to lose
1: people. And I was going to say we, we may see. Um, I'm not familiar with who they've got coming through this year, actually, but but we may see for the first time in a little while Origin actually starting to hurt the Broncos again because mm-hmm. they're going to lose their fullback, a couple of forwards.
0: Yeah, there's the, the um, yeah they're going to keep Milford though because of his misbehaviour. Yep. But um, yeah, yeah. So. We'll see. But I mean, I think yeah, they certainly built a buffer that can withstand uh, the Origin period. No problem. Um. The biggest Tiger. Wow, the Broncos beat the Knights 53-0. I can't wait till we play the Knights. Oh. (laughs) Referring, of course, to the Tigers lost last week to the Knights. Uh, The Green Machine pod. At Green Machine pod, and that is our uh, good friend of the show, Solzy, uh, in his uh, Canberra Raiders podcast. I just saw that Milford kicked a field goal when they're up 52-0. (laughs) Hashtag what a cunt. That's too funny. (laughs) At Swarzy. With every loss, I ask myself why I bother living. (laughs) Say hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) At Adam underscore Park 1993. The night's had about as much chance of getting up as Alex McKinnon. (laughs) Sorry, Jesus. (laughs) At Mr. Wars, Mr. Underscore Wars... Corey Oates is welcome to every hole on my girlfriend's body I'll cup his balls and shout encouragement <laughs> hashtag goats <laughs> as if I wasn't putting that tweet in the Cronulla
1: Sutherland Sharks 40 I'd, I'd Sorry, just like go. to put it out yeah. there that Sam's girlfriend does not have Twitter and will never get Twitter
0: I, I, not on his watch like and she can't she must
1: never yeah and yeah she's a lovely lady
0: well if she does well she is And but if she if she gets Twitter She'll never know what his account is or, or he'll have to set up like a, uh, you know, ste- a, sterile one that, a sterile one that follows like, you know, you and me and like, you know, like pe- real life people, but stays away from like the massive grung, you know what I mean? Like- <laughs> and he'll have to you know, be like, never, ever, attempt, you know, link the other account to the, <laughs> don't follow it. It just doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, Cronella Southern Sharks, 40 defeated the campbell raiders 16 at gio just under 13,000 in attendance and the uh sharky scored a double to ben barber maloney bird bukuya holmes and Pryor also were tries maloney six of seven conversions and the raiders 16 came from tries to baptiste rapana and caesar jared croker two of three conversions mm.
1: yeah it's I'd, I'd like to say that you know you can blame things like austin not being in there for the for the loss but the raiders showed this year that the Played some of their best footy when mm-hmm. when he wasn't on. The, you know, yep. everyone expected him to, to drop those games. They didn't, and they they still put on eighteen points, sixteen. Yeah. Ah, uh, sorry, season points. Which, yep. which which isn't a, a great showing, but but it's not a sh- uh, being held to zero. Yeah. I think the difference in this game, if you look across the field at the Sharks, eighty percent of those players, when you watch them playing, eighty percent of them look like sixteen year old kids that have been given the day off school to go play footy. Yeah, Like those days when you used to get a, a round-robin yep, carnival, yep. and it was a guaranteed day off, yep. and it was just fun all day. Yep, And it, it's a cliche, and you hear it on the TV all the time, and the commentators love it, uh, but they say that, okay, he really looks like he's enjoying the, his footy. And I think James Maloney's a big reason for that. Yep. He is a kid in a candy store every time he gets on a footy field. Yep. Um, even one game, I saw where he just got absolutely annihilated. Every time he ran the ball, like was just getting monstered. Yeah, came off joking about it with Freddie. Yeah, about about how good the hits were. Yeah, um, and and that's made a very big difference to their attitude and how they're approaching games. Yep, yeah. uh, and uh, and everyone just seems to be a touch more professional than the Sharks' outfit this year. Um, their backline impressed again. Um, Valentine Holmes has got even more pace than I thought he did. There was this yeah. room chasing down a. Um one of the Raiders, I, I think that's got a try on it, but that was that was the break I'm talking about. But he's just ridiculously almost, almost Roberts Quick. Yeah. Um so uh, I think they're at a nice level where they can still still build on it. Uh, but the, they're they're really looking at as genuine contenders. Till yeah, they get to the ground.
0: And grand the final. Raiders and this is unfortunately this is the this is the what you know. I expected to see from the Raiders earlier than this in the season. Uh, big test for them next week to see how they back up, or this weekend, I should say, to, to see how they back up, because th- this is kind of the Raiders. Yeah. This is last year, this is, this is the promising Raiders, where they, they do some things to give some hope, and then uh, <coughs> you know, the wheels fall off, and uh, you know, I don't think Ricky Stewart is the coach that pulls teams out of holes. I, he doesn't. See, yeah. he just seems to be such a sour can't I, I can't see him He's being the upbeat guy,
1: behind, you know what I mean? Like the morale builder. I'm surprised at how much he gives it to his team in the press conference. Yeah. Like other coaches There's will get out say, there yeah. and say, you know, we can't hold our head up high today or I'm sure, you know, we were all disappointed with our effort today.
0: Yeah. On one level, I like the fact that he's not completely delusional like uh like Jason Taylor. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. But,
1: but there, there is that whole philosophy of you know, it's generally accepted common practice that if you need to give somebody a boxing in the workplace, you don't do it in front of 20 other staff. Yeah, or in front of... Which the slightly translates media. into yeah, yeah, anyone that happens to pick up any one of the country's publications. Yeah. yeah. So it's... Yeah, I... It's almost as if he's saying, well, you know what, I gave him the perfect game plan, and if they'd executed that game plan, we would have won this won. game.
0: But, you know, it's not my fault, they're shit.
1: Yeah, it's... Um, hmm.
0: Yeah. At M51 Avoider, why is Ricky Stewart still thought of as a good coach? He's done fuck all since riding the coattails of Gould and Murray. I agree. Fair point. I agree, hundred percent. Yep. Uh, Murray was very unfairly uh, shafted out of the club, and Ricky, you know, picked up the benefit of that immediately. And I mean, he was—I remember—he was undefeated for like a long time, sort of in the uh, in the lower grades, and you know, yeah. very very successful in terms of winning comps and everything. And uh, before he moved up to first grade, but he's first. I mean, he's fairly unhappy over the last. You know, decent while now. Yeah. Decade. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, Brian Smith, Mark too. Minibus. Troy underscore seventy nine. Absolute pus. Seventy six p- points conceded in two games this year. Promised so much, but once again delivering so little. Uh, Eddie PJ. Bad loss, but at least a friendly sharks fan gave me a bag of something to snack on after the game. Caught in the throat a bit. <laughs> Special K online. Team of Destiny back at it again and you clunes laughed at me when I voted Matt Pryor for player of the year last year. Yeah, because last year he was fucked and you were doing it, trying to be a troll. This year he's playing better and I mean, you, you won't vote him to be best player. You'll probably fucking get on Melania or someone. So, fuck up, Kay. Uh, Adrian underscore Maitland. The Raiders are like an old pet dog. Can still do tricks and you love him, but he's mangy and shit's on the carpet.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hashtag too much green blood. Sunday afternoon, the Melbourne Storm 19 defeated West Tigers 18 at Leichhardt Oval in front of a crowd of just over 9,000. The Storm scored tries uh, through a double to Vunivalu. Kronk and Korobedi also with tries. Diabolical kicking performance. Cameron Smith, one of four conversions and missed with his only attempt at penalty goal. Uh, Cooper Kronk with the crucial field goal. Tigers tries to Addo Car, Luke Brooks, Kevin De Gama, and... Uh, Their conversion, their kicking wasn't great either. Jordan Rankin, one of three conversions, two of two penalty goals, and uh, a bunch of missed field goals, and one of them absolutely fucking diabolical.
1: You know who wins this game for the Tigers? Anyone? Paddy fucking Richards. Oh
0: yeah, he he, he didn't need need that fucking golden, Ben Hunt-esque level of field goal where he's kicking it from like, you know, 20 metres out from right in front. He, he didn't. He didn't need that shit. He needs forty-five meters out in the touchline. Exactly. Don't give you fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. The, the contrasting things about these teams: the the Tigers are are a team full of, you know, genuine starters who are full of potential and show what they can do earlier in the year. Yeah. I don't think this is a very disappointing result for the Storm from from the level of previous Storm teams of previous years. Yes, you can look and say that they're not up to that standard and they're not up to to what they've they've achieved previously. But if you look across the the league, for any other team that has such a, a young group of players coming together, you know, early in their, their careers of playing together. Yeah. It's it's been the Smith and Cronk show that have kept those team in what are they now, equal second. Yeah. You, you look at, at teams like Manly, yep. who are in a very similar position, fresh team, new players, yep. new positions, uh, and while they're putting on 90% of what they should be, they're not closing out games. Yep. The experience of, of Cronk and Smith is, is really what's keeping Melvin up there. The The second week in a row, James Tedesco went off for a, con- a concussion test. Gee, got fucking smashed, though. And came back out. Yeah, you know it, and I mean, it's I was, not
0: like Liam Fulton where he fucking trips on a blade of grass and gets <laughs> cast. Like, if fuck, he got absolutely fucking smashed.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I saw Nathan Brown talking about it in, in an article today. It is very interesting to me, and I said the last time it happened, how you know the Knights are, are abiding by these rules, and they ended yep. up having one player on their bench. Yep, but two weeks in a row arguably, or not, the best player in that West Tigers team... Has found a way to get back out, out the concussed. field. ...gets concussed. Yeah. And it wasn't a slight head knock or a small one. They were very big hits. Yep. Absolutely dropped. And he's come back out into the field. Yep. You know, it's, it's something that I think really, really should be looked at. And I think people of the West Tigers should should really be held accountable um there, there has to be medical professionals who could give a professional opinion and say yep. after that sort of impact it is highly unlikely that that player would have returned to the field mm-hmm. and i would assume there's something going on um yeah it it wasn't a pretty game by by any stretch of the imagination but the experience won out in the end
0: yeah and the storm of like kronk was fucking diabolical for like like some of the fucking options, like, mm-hmm. the passing was, like, you know, intercept, oh, just fucking awful, just awful, yeah. like, the, the shit they were doing was so bad, it was one of the most un games that I've ever seen, thankfully for the, you know, for lucky for them, they lifted the time that the Tigers did their usual, you know, just before half-time, just after half-time going back Fail, to the shell yeah. thing, but, um, the, you know, this was one of the, the bad field goal-a-thons.
1: But that, that's, a, I guess, the sign of a good player, even when you're having an off day yourself, Yep. still having enough of a head to somehow pull it together when you need to.
0: Yeah. Oh, and let's uh, you know, let's face it. I mean, he's he's great at the you know fairly long range clutch field goals. Yep. I mean, out of Fashion. I what I what I uh, I don't see here is that uh, we, we don't we didn't get a Cameron Smith stat for a missed field goal here. remember, from dummy half, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's no. like a slung yeah. to the ground, and he sort of just like grubbed it under, yeah. like a soccer goal. Is it? That- the fuck was that? That was awful, but not as awful as Moses missing from pretty much in front, like, 20 metres out, like, maybe closer, wasn't it? Oh, it was pretty, it was pretty, it was about as good as you'd want to get it. No. A good position I'll, as you want to
1: get it, I I argue that, because actually, and I actually, I really Brooks enjoy was
0: enjoyed it. First, I mean, Brooks was closer, and he was actually, you know, he was sort of out, like, 15 metres in from touch, and you know, yeah, sort of about 30 yeah. metres out, and it looked good, and then it sort of, you know. And
1: he faded it. Yeah, got a bit of fade looked on it, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, on that, though, with that one, I I really like that camera angle they went to. Yeah. As soon as he's kicked the field goal... It was perfect. They've you can snapped him the, behind the post. Seen the boomerang um, angle, and yeah, it was great. Yeah, that that's fantastic, but... ah, oh, you know, it, it's the same argument you would have had if this went into uh, golden points in a final series. Oh, it's not fair, or this or that, or whatever. Oh, I don't care about the fairness um, I mean, It's
0: ties <laughs> in decline. I mean, it's just, it just is. It's <laughs> not fair, or it's, good, it's not good. It's not bad. It just is. Yeah. Just so like the sun comes up every day. <laughs> <laughs> sun comes up, tigers go down. It's just as one of those laws of life. GJ McDonough, and I mean I'm challenging him to actually, you know, send us a send us a sound file of this. He said nine thousand at Leichhardt Oval and the Wayne Pierce song was awful. a hash Wayne Pierce Hill in Decline. I want someone to sing us a few bars of that Wayne Pierce song because i got I, I yeah. didn't hear it I've got no concept of what it is but I need to know uh, at Cassidy Aiden go the storm Cooper Cronk the best clutch kick in the game where's your run TMB now Tigers fans <laughs> so hash a sinew skeleton so I did a tweet afterwards that said, you know, obviously the, the famous Cooper Cronk thing is, you know, from his um, you know, his website where he's got all these ridiculously fucking ornate quotes about his life and, you know, talking about, you know, the sinews in alignment and all this. So I got a tweet saying, you know, the sinews in alignment and Luke Brooks has the sinews of a skeleton. And so that's where that came from. Uh, Stuart Marler. That was like having Scarlett Johansson in your hotel room and tripping over on the way to bed. Hash can't get the job done. Mm. One-eyed tiger underscore. A loss in Golden Point is still a loss, and that's five in a row. So without further ado, hashtag Tigers in decline with the five replacing the S as we're doing this.
1: Mm. Year.
0: For a Tigers fan to do that, it's just it's 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 heart heart wrenching for Tigers fans. Not
1: for me, it's hilarious. So is it now going to be Tigers in decline with a six replacing the D?
0: Well, next year will be.
1: Or is this five years? This is the five. Ah, this, okay. this is
0: this is for the five, Pete.
1: Ah, gotcha. Okay.
0: This is, this is like, you know, the most, the most dominant hashtag in the history of the show. <laughs> At more so, Fuck me. What's it take for Tigers in decline to actually win a game? Fucking shit cunts. May as well be the Teddy Tedesco's. <laughs> <laughs> they would be very successful, I think. Uh, the biggest Tiger. I wait all week for the West Tigers game, then spend the whole time wishing the siren would go. I know that feeling. I remember feeling like that in 2004, 2005. At Tall Hayden. The storm of the dirtiest cunts I've ever seen. I've been to Sefton Playhouse. Oh, I mean, you, that, that, that sounds Ouch. libelous to the Sefton, Sefton Playhouse. I mean, if they're listening. Panthers <laughs> Panthers 20 defeated the, the Sydney Roosters 16. Monday night, footbridge, a crowd of just over 10,000 in not great conditions at Orleans. Uh Panthers 20 came from Triers 2. DWZ, Martin and Blake soured, perfect, 3 of 3 conversions then a penalty goal, not to mention the rest of his amazing kicking game for the the game and uh, the Roosters double to Mitchell Blake Ferguson also fingered his way to try and Jackson Hastings, 2 of 3 conversions
1: Yeah, it was another nervous one It's not yeah. a nice feeling getting to 5 minutes left being down by 4 points, it is not a fucking nice feeling and I don't want to do it anymore
0: Yeah, it's got a habit of you know making a Making in your own trouble there.
1: I need an NRL team safe word where they just stop fucking me. Oak. <laughs> <laughs> have a milkshake. <laughs> um, you're right. Jamie Soward was, was the difference in this one. Yeah. And, and whilst I would have loved to have had the Roosters three weeks ago when, when we probably could have put 30 points on them, yep. would, would have definitely helped their foreign against, um, it was nice to see that we could get a win out Against a team that's on an upward trajectory, that, yep. that have found a little bit of heart again, uh, and and a lot of people give Jamie Soward a lot of shit, and and I've I've been and critical. he deserves
0: it for most of you know nine times out of ten he deserves it. I mean he's a very very hateable and punchable character,
1: mm. but I mean you never can't. Been, never been run down by Bo Scott though, is an interesting fact. Um, but well they kind of played together. One thing, yeah even at training never run down by. Him. And Bo
0: Scott oh, was in I'm, his prime. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Bo Scott tackled him from behind and actually ended his career at the Dragons. <laughs> That's all he does. No fuck's
1: given either. He's just like, he's
0: like Yeah, I did it? What? What?
1: You wanted to run a duel next, do you? He sees a special needs kid wearing headgear in the street, loses it, and just tackles him.
0: He's like a dude, dude in prison just walking around just like just, just and everyone, like oh what? <laughs> Stay out of my fucking
1: weird shanks people in front of him at lunchtime <laughs> steps one step closer um but it, it's it's an interesting thing that there often tends to be that opinion out there that professional sports people play you know maybe three years of a career uh-huh. and then they reach a plateau and then that's them and jamie sow is a very good example of a senior player who had enough self-awareness to realize that he wasn't up to where he should be in a long way from where he should be and has definitely put effort in to, to get to a different level than where he's been. I think he's a different player than he has been previously when he's been at his peak. Um, but his control of that game last night.
0: At the crucial period too, like yes. the last 20 minutes and everything, that was the difference because the Roosters were, you know,
1: they were in it up their eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the Roosters played a very, very smart game of football, I thought, against us. Uh, they Their plan was obviously to go and wear out. Our right side uh, in defence, our right side attack in defence, uh, and and Brycey made a lot of tackles, mm-hmm. and he's that sort of player that if somebody is is two men out from him, yep. he's gonna go in and get involved, yeah. you know, and and he's going to to throw himself at pace and miss tackles yep. and, and do that sort of thing. He's that sort of player, but the. The fact that he was kept quiet in attack because of his workload in defence and we had other options. Uh, I I think Peachy's been been underused, underutilised as well this year and him getting into the game a little bit more. Um, There was a sniff of rest fault about the disallowed disallowed, uh, Moylan try. Careful, Josh. Um, Ah. You know, it's it's one of those things that... uh, it's a 50-50 call when they go against you they're diabolical and and when they work in your favour it's fantastic but but again in almost a similar fashion to Parramatta um, Penrith teams of of old would have crumbled mentally under these Uh, and and the fact that everyone got behind Jamie he wasn't out there by himself kicking away and then didn't have the effort elsewhere Uh, everybody did rally behind him and, and it looks like he has the respect of the rest of the team which is the most important thing for a your playmaker, but b one of your senior players to have. So um, the, we need we need to shore up our toughness in the middle of the field if we if we're not going to end up eating bags of dicks next week. <laughs> going forward, um, yeah. it, and again I don't know what it is, whether it's a size issue, and believe me, I know about size issues. But yeah, you know, in in the middle of the park, teams seem to be making very 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 easy metres against us. Yeah. Uh, and coming up against somebody like Cronulla this week, we really need to do something about that.
0: Okay, uh, Sam Vershaw13. Dylan Napper, the one hit fucking wonder. Hashtag proving redheads are still fucked. Hashtag <laughs> cockadoodle do. Hashtag you mean any cock will do. Mitch Door13. Every pathetic Sydney Roosters performance just further sets up the inevitable Mitchell Pierce redemption storyline. Hashtag kill
1: me now. No thank you. I did see a fucking vomit worthy mm. photo someone posted of. Mitchie today yeah. sitting by a lake looking like he's doing some art yeah yeah, learning his lesson very fucking tranquil fuck dogs. at Shutter86
0: just squeaked out a win must improve or ask ourselves how do we like our dicks actually <laughs> Hiku Haiku I'm glad someone's carrying on the Hiku Haiku thing now he's not a man <sighs> anymore he's a great man pop sh- underscore talk about being torn I love watching Sauer fuck up but uh, <laughs> give away a penalty and then get run over for a try but it was sticky fingers. Yeah, that was unfortunate. And Sow was fairly philosophical about it as well. You know, like took all the blame for it and as he, as he should have because it was it was on him. Oh yeah. And uh, good. you know, took the blame, moved on, and then, uh, really, the then thing, finished
1: know, up obviously with
0: a dominant kicking performance that probably drove you know was the the driving factor. Which right is again
1: pre- previous years that happens to Sowie. It head fucks him for the rest of the game. Yeah. You know he's down on himself and he's in a negative headspace and and it ruins him. So, kudos. Yep.
0: Previews, Friday night football the Brisbane Broncos take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs of course it's friday night what other night would these two teams play <laughs> on <laughs> look the rabbitohs are fucked at the moment i mean ingles can probably get himself up for this game you know with his origin teammates in some cases and it's coming up to his origin taper if it's ever going to happen but i'm and it's not going to be 53, 53 to nil of course but i think the broncos have got this like by 20 i think with very little trouble. I think South are in a terrible space mentally and uh, everything else at the moment. And
1: I, I don't think they're going to yeah. dig out. I think they're going to dig it out this week. Agreed. Um, I'll be there to watch this one. Yep. Don't contact me at all. Any of you fucking deviants, because I'll have my nine-year-old with him, with me, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> have to explain to him what uh, circle jerking is but no I, I think Brisbane will do this and do it very comfortably. Yep. That's one of the one of the reasons I'm taking him to this game is because I think it'll be very entertaining and have a lot of tries scored in it so <laughs> um Brisbane by 12 plus and 20. Corey, Corey Corey first, first try. Yeah,
3: score.
0: Score. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and uh and Anthony Milford try anytime. <laughs> God. Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs versus the Gold Coast Titans ANZ Stadium. Saturday afternoon. Okay, so it's the off week, so it's a, so it means it's the on week for the doggies. Yep. In terms of form, yep. So they're going to come out, be amazing, and have this brick wall of defence. Gold Coast Titans suffered disappointment last week. Some stupid options costing them a you know a, a win that they could very easily have got against the Dragons.
1: <sighs> Away from home, it's the doggies on week, so I'm going to go doggies. Look, I think even if it wasn't the doggies on week, if, even if they they put in the sort of performance they put in against the Warriors, I still think that'd get them home against the Titans.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, only the Titans against you know with the game they played though. I think Titans at their best, you know, in quotes, what we've seen this year so far. Titans we, at we'll,
1: we'll their best. We probably get a bad doggy
0: side, but yeah.
1: Yeah, um, so yeah. No,
0: I I agree. I think doggies on this one. Canberra Raiders take on the West Tigers, down at GIO, Saturday evening.
1: As my good friend Mr. Wars says, Canberra and Canberra is not a thing yet. Not yet, not quite enough. So, um, I, th- I think with the, the style of football West are playing with their running game, um, unless the multiple concussions week in, week out are affecting James Tedesco and how many people he sees in front of him, Yeah, uh, I think that style of football is very well suited to beat a team like Canberra. I think so too. Uh who who don't have a lot of size and pace out wide. Uh and they showed last week that even without Woodsy, they they still had a solid forwards performance. It wasn't earth-shattering. Yeah. Um but I think put that in the the Tigers will be too strong for Canberra.
0: The, the Tigers based on on last week's form up against Canberra, I mean they'll yeah you know, that that would win it for them. I mean they they did some good things. Unless,
1: Unless yeah, is uh, uh, is up. Austin named? Um, no, no, he's
0: not not at all, not even on an extended bench. Thank so you so sports not. mate. Okay, uh, North Queensland Cowboys take on the Parramatta Eels up at 1,300 teeth. This is the first time the Parramatta Eels have played outside of Sydney all year, I believe.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, This is going to be a very, very entertaining match, I, I think. Uh, and and probably a battle of wills as as much as it is going to be a physical battle. I get the feeling that North Queensland are just too polished a team and have been playing at this level for for too long, as in a, a top-ranked team. And it's
0: a much better Cowboys side uh, form-wise that, um, than they were when they first met this season where Parramatta were the, the beneficiary of...
1: that were the a new... Very, yeah,
0: very, new very poor, very poor Cowboys performance yeah. down there. Uh, I think that also would prove a motivating factor for the Cowboys as well. And um,
1: But, you know, self-belief can go a long way. Uh, and I think Parramatta will go up there with, with every intention... That, that they can win and, and win convincingly. Yeah. Uh, I, I Again, really, really just think the, the Cowboys and, and the way their players think about the game yep. instead of just running through plays and, and trying to get to, to set plays will be the difference here. Yep. and like
0: Manly created plenty of opportunity for themselves last week against the Yields of Cowboys. They'll fucking, you know, the door opens a crack and they'll kick it in. Yeah. No problem. Um, Cronelton and Sharks take on the Penrith Panthers at Reclaim Australia. Australia. <laughs> reclaim Australia Stadium in the Shire of course
1: yeah um look just running off last week's form I have to tip the Sharks here Sharkies roll right through the middle yeah and, and that's that's where I've got a lot of concerns
0: it's a big advantage there I mean you know there's, no, there's not a sizable advantage out wide or anything I think I mean you know you guys have got some good players yep uh, that have been going very well at the moment but man I've got this feeling about the Sharkies just yeah. run, running through the middle and just there, and the edges as well with your Wade Graham and you know Paul yeah. Gallen, you know, attacks.
1: And and the speed you you got barber sniffing around the middle there for, yeah. for any sort of loose ball.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, it's very realistic from you to say so, but I think you yeah, I think you're you're looking looking at uh, down the barrel of a defeat. Yeah. Anzac Day, get a couple of ga- a couple of games for Anzac Day. And uh the first of which is uh two PM and it's the Newcastle Knights take on the mighty Manly Seagulls at Hunter Stadium.
1: Yeah. Give me an interesting name. Yeah.
0: Uh, Matt Parcell has been named as, it is my, to my knowledge,
1: who's playing in no fucking number,
0: chance. Who's playing in your number two? The Curse, Braden William, but that's not even the most concerning player for me. Number 15, Adam Fenual Blake, former Dragons player, lost his position at the St. George Illawarra Dragons after kicking the shit out of his girlfriend. He then, uh, you know, had to go through the court system and punished for it, and now he's come back, and so quite frankly, if Manly want to keep picking that guy, they can fucking lose every week.
1: Yeah, that's, um... For newer Blake
0: Karma, my stance on the domestic violence does not minimise or nullify when it's my own team. Uh, in fact, it's probably fucking harsher, because uh, I just, I refuse to, you know, accept that kind of thing, um... I don't pity the manly Digi because he's getting paid to do his job, but he's, getting, he's fucking copping it, rightfully so. And um, I'm hoping the fans can, you know, their voices will be heard, nothing will happen as a result of it. but uh, Look, I've,
1: s- I've seen this in in another sport. There was a a guy in, in soccer in England who, I can't remember if it was domestic violence or sexual assault um, of a young lady, uh, served his time, came out and was looking like he was going to be offered a, a contract at a club. Yeah. And the outcry from fans was so massive.
0: I think that was even like players though too, wasn't it? Like players like, oh, fuck this guy.
1: I'd, I'd read that it, it was fans. Yeah. I, it, it was soccer. I, yeah. I fell asleep halfway through the yeah, article. Exactly. But, um...
0: You moved on to more interesting look, things like bird watching.
1: It, it is possible and people do have a voice. One thing I would say is it's all good and well to be taken the piss and... And swearing around when you're talking to people in and around the Twill Nation. Yeah. But if you're going to to talk about these issues at club level... Yeah. ...the more respectful you keep it... Oh, yeah. ...the, fair, the, the, the louder fair, yeah. your voice is heard. Yeah. So I encourage everyone in the Twill Nation to make their displeasure shown uh, to the Manly Club.
0: And once again, massive, massive uh, credit to the... Uh to the Manly fans and not the ones that just listen to this show but Manly fans in general because it's almost universal what the fuck is that guy doing on our side and that never happens in any other club Yep, Manly fans are the, the only fan base I've seen that are so fucking like do not give a fuck about telling telling them how it is that they just you know refuse. To, I mean, yeah. you know, the kind of the kind of outcry that the Cowboys never fucking undertook. Yeah, spot on. I mean, you had you know you have your isolated fans and everything, and they're kind of like, oh, but you know, like that. I don't like the guy being inside, but but the Manly fans are just like, yeah, we're not gonna fucking tolerate this shit. <laughs> Get him out now. Um, so you know. Honestly, if they have to lose from from Blake, Karma, until they get rid of the cunt, so be it. I'm mm. a big believer in the Karma, but uh, brain really, um, the, that poor cunt. I mean, this is it. This is it.
1: If you can't break the curse against Newcastle, it is a genuine curse. Knights
0: 53 nil losers. Yes, they're going to want to bounce back because they're going to be, you know, they're going to yeah. have the shits. But, but, <laughs> he said that. Willie Arm, he's he's carving up fucking Reggie's, like <laughs> four tries one week, and it's, like carving him. So, you know, you want to get you the the best sports mental guy you can get, and to sit down with Very him and cool. say so, like, you can fuck it, you know, you can do it, you can win it, you know, like uh, you can win a game. You don't just because it's first grade doesn't <sighs> mean you are So look, I'm tipping that he's he's going to he's going to get his he's going to finally. I mean it's gonna be like his grand final well, we'll, he's going to Will he in.
1: be what's needed to get the Uarte Parte started?
0: Imagine if he got like, you know, four tries and a win and all of a it's all just like <laughs> smash and then all of a sudden he goes on and he's just like fucking god mode for the rest of the season. <laughs> Imagine if like this first win is just kinda of, like the barrier that's holding him back. And once he gets through that, it's just like
1: he—he's actually the smartest rugby league player ever, and he's just setting himself up for a daytime movie to be made about his career. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like
0: I—I I think I mean gee, if they can't beat the Knights, I mean you know, mm-hmm. the, the, then Fenua Calma, Fenua Blake Karma is real. Uh, and, oh, th- fucking Ray Warren, jizzing all over this fucking Fenua Blake Kama on Thursday night, jizzing.
1: I—I I don't know if it's Rabs. Taking, taking from a stance of yes, something negative happened, but... No, because he
0: didn't say that at all. He just, jizzed, just like, no, no, hey, no, no, give but me your fucking caramel penis and let me fucking
1: Rabs, Rabs take it from my that, old
0: man mouth. Let me get my teeth out first.
1: Rabs is from that generation where you don't speak about that. Uh, I'm not saying that that is a good thing. Yeah. I'm saying that's what he is. And he may be naive enough to, to think that still in this day and age that if if you put enough of a positive spin on things, it's... That's the redemption story in itself. That's the good news yeah. in itself. Um, if so he's sadly mistaken. Yeah.
0: There's no redemption. I don't need a redemption story.
1: Or it may be him um simply saying that I'm I'm not being paid to give my social opinions. Yeah. Um I'll save that. We still for, got Vossi to do that anyway. I'll save you that mean, for yeah, and he and he mentioned it. So yeah.
0: Also on Anzac Day, four PM, the traditional St. George Illinois Dragons take on the Sydney Roosters game and uh geez. Look, the Roosters were on. We're, were on the upswing. Mm. Had their moments on Monday night. The Dragons.
1: They got to win. The Dragons. Like they scored points. Yeah. The, the Dragons it, were lucky to beat a busted Titans.
0: Yeah, and I like, yeah. Look, I want to say. I want to say the Roost. I want to say the Roosters. are going to win this game.
1: I definitely Bash. think the Roosters are going to win. Um, sorry, you a butt.
0: It's Just two lesser lights like his, and with games like that, who fucking knows because they're both they're both so capable of poor spurts of form. I just feel like the roster of the roosters is f- so far superior on paper, yep that they can just they they could just make it happen if Napa had has a beast mode game like he did uh, you know two games ago,, yeah. then he'll fucking take it he'll take the dragons out himself because they've got a pack of bitches, yep, and so if he comes in and dominates them. He'll turn them all out and have them on the streets earning him money mm. by the end of the game.
1: Macron's still been named at number seven. No Benji. So that's a
0: much better fucking situation for the Dragons. Yeah. Much better. Oh. look so much better. Yeah. Fuck Benji! Don't don't act like oh coming Oh Benji! Benji can still play. No.
1: Oh no! I'm no, saying he he I'm saying he's not Macron. Yeah, okay, he's not Macron. It's. I, I think that Macron is is a. Ab- he's the
0: absolute. savior of the Dragons.
1: Yeah. Okay. At this stage.
0: Okay. I mean, how many passes has he thrown in the third row? I'll True. give you a clue. He's between 0-0. <laughs> zero zero. Yeah,
1: he, he's also, you know, known to kick to the right-hand side of the field when he's got three unmarked players on his left. But
0: Yeah, uh, but that's not as instantly devastating and, <laughs> and absolutely debilitating to a side's attack as, as some yeah, of the shit Benji pulls out. No, I, I yeah. think the Roosters
1: will get up for this one.
0: Roosters are going to do it. I don't think they're going to find any uh, gigantic heights of form or anything to do so, but I think they're the the dragon's skill set is very much well within their uh, abilities to handle. Yep. And finally, the third game on Anzac Day. Talk about it, a super super round of footy. I mean man, Monday just gonna be in front of the in front of the footy all day. Yeah. I oh, shall be driving back up from camping so for some of the day, but uh, hopefully get back in time. Nice. Some of them, uh Melbourne Storm take on the Warriors. Yep. Amy
1: Park in Melbourne this one. Very very tough game to pick. Um you gotta know, take into account that that the Warriors don't have their, their star fullback. Um, however on yeah, but, that, on that note, Sean Johnson's coming into his, his purple patch.
0: Yeah, but Lola Hay is amazing too. I'm actually looking and, forward to seeing him get, actually get more of the ball.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and as far as replacements go, you're still talking about a a Warriors team with with Lola Hay up running on to, to loose balls and, and offloads. Is Connie Harrell named in this one?
0: I believe, I think, I thought I read something today saying that he was not going to be named. Okay. And yeah, he's not even, not benched nothing.
1: He should, um... Just release him. Sending the to manly. Yeah, yeah, it. that's...
3: Fuck I'd, I'd to love play. to
1: know what's going on there. I would love to know what's going on yeah. there. Um, fuck, who knows? Maybe Ashford will get another double and put him over.
0: I, I th- like, the Warriors traditionally have, uh, it's been a, a fairly, you know, certainly not daunting, if not a happy hunting ground. It's mm. been it certainly, it's, it's not a place that daunts them. They're on the upswing with their form, know, um, yeah, Based on last week, week, before they got flogged by well, you know People's Chance, but most won't talk about that. But uh, the Storm, I th- don't think they were very good at all. They were quite poor yeah. and very lucky to get in the position where they could uh, then let experience take over yep. and win that game. Yep. So like I, th- I think the Warriors could fucking carve them too. Like some of these, you know, some of these younger guys they've got on their side.
1: The, the Warriors will play a, a West Tigers style of rugby league. but with a little bit more size and strength.
0: And 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 just with a bit more forward, going forward action,
1: you know, kicking it all off. Yeah, I think the Warriors will get this one, but I I don't think it'll be a blowout. It'll be very, very close.
0: In saying saying that, I agree, but in saying that, I mean, you know, the Storm could storm them too, down in Melbourne, and they could just do that thing where they stopped them, you know, their their defence aims up and they stopped them and they just do enough to, you know, get a couple of tries to win. So, I, I I want to tip the Warriors. I mean, I know I shouldn't believe in them yet, but I'm just... Feeling like they're on the way. I'm tipping the Warriors. And that is full time for episode 218. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. Uh, also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. So make sure you get on there, hit it up, hit the like button if you haven't already. And uh, you know share our posts and things like that. Spread the word. Let's get some more people on board. iTunes had a couple of reviews this week. The first of which, Cunny Funts five stars by Jamie.m. And then there's a space and an M N M and M. These cunts are fucking hilarious. Keep up the good works, guys. With some creative characters there to put as the C and uh, the F to get through the censors at Appletown. Also, greatest rugby league podcast, five stars from Sam31475. How have I not listened before now? Do yourselves all a favour and listen to these guys. They have all the goss you need to know for the week in rugby league. I laugh my head off for two hours each episode. Thank you sir. Kind thank, words. Thank you both uh, for the great reviews. Very easy to uh, to do a review too. Just uh, if you're on the Apple ecosystem, just uh, go to the iTunes, just go to the iTunes podcast section, uh look up this week in league and uh you know, oh, it was very easy for those review. two
1: because there wasn't an X factor between them. Maybe so they had the X factor
0: that led them there.
1: No, but they obviously know how to uh how to operate simple machinery like computers and, and telephones and tablets because they don't have to resort to things like X factor. I don't think anyone that uses X Factor would have the capability to write a review. It's
0: almost like you're throwing out like a
1: dare to those people. But, oh, get um... fucked. It's not a dare.
0: <laughs> and you know what's going to happen now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! great fucking, oh, great sage, Nathan. What, what do you see happening in the future? I'm seeing iTunes reviews. I'm seeing three to four iTunes <laughs> reviews next week. I'm seeing 48 instances of the term <laughs> X Factor in these reviews. Thank you very
3: much.
1: <laughs> no, no. Nah. It's not possible. They don't have the metal fortitude X factors.
0: <laughs> you're reaping the fucking you're reaping what you're sowing massively and the harvest is the gigantic Supercoach. Okay, the group comp NZ underscore magpie fifty four still in front, Ram and Robo second. Too much tuners, the Wendells, the Pool Sharks, SFC, Fiji and Eels, the Rejects, Puds, Picks, and Diggers of Fortune. That's our top ten. Tipping where are we oh we've got an outright leader for the first time this season. Desi's Ducks. 40 points one point back David Kingston another point further back we have a log jam of Bulldog Wixie Matthew Bell JB Solzy, Whitey Dougs, and half Nelson and then one point back 10th place Mickus um i don't have an update for you on the latter competition this week boys didn't get back to me but uh we'll update that next week no doubt about it um before we go given we've had such an influx of new listeners this season i just wanted to uh shout out some of the other podcasts in the family for those who don't already know if you're into mma get around one of my other shows this week in mma Just find on iTunes, plug that in for a search and it'll come up. And a logo, similar style logo to the This Week in League one, so it really stands out. And a couple of weeks ago, I started up another one about the world of pop culture, TV movies, comics, etc., ...by the name of the Rocks and Diamonds podcast, and that's with uh, listeners of the show who are aware of the, the comic strips done by uh, Twilgenfeld, or you know, Jay Hilgenfeld. He's uh, over there in San Antonio, and uh, he is the co-host on that show as well, so we do that one once a week as well, and basically just uh, talk shit about TV and comics and you know movies and whatever's coming up that week and whatever's going on that week, and basically whatever we think about talking about, because you know there's a lot of backlog... From our, our conversations that we haven't put into podcast form yet, that's also on iTunes as well. Just do a search for Rocks and Diamonds; it'll come up. And um, I think that's about it. I did have something that I wanted to uh, to say, but I've forgotten it because I didn't write it down. Because that's the way it always happens. So phenomenal. That's it. That's all we got time for. Nice. Oh, geez, so close to two hours this week too. Getting there. We're getting there. We almost did it.
1: We're like, uh, I was going to say we're like Greg Inglis getting into playing weight, but not this year. Not quite we're getting closer that's it coming off that origin taper talk to you next week later